0: On this episode of the Junk Game Club podcast, we get locked in a dark room, nearly destroy our whole town, or do we actually destroy it, and then maybe kill our best friend. Maybe we don't. This time travel thing is getting confusing. We're going to be finishing up "Life is Strange" by talking about episode five and doing a wrap-up. Uh, joining me once again is Brittany Beschel. Hello. And first-time podcast dude is John Lucero. Hello. That was a terrible introduction. I'm sorry. I uh, she was a host. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm, being, I'm fine
1: being a podcast dude.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. First-time if, yeah, if, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, first and time. if I'm and if i'm a podcast host i mean i guess that you can just kind of qualify that as any way you want to put it if you're labeling me with some sad title like that anyway i guess i should introduce podcast. myself too right yeah uh J- my name is jason Ariola uh, if you've listened to any of these at this point you've heard my voice so i don't really know why i need to introduce myself but i'm gonna do it anyway because i'm the host and it's my show i pay for this and damn it I'm- it's all about me i suppose Except today, we're going to be talking about Max Caulfield. God, see, I'm bad at this. I told you guys. Anyway, uh, we're going to be talking about Max Caulfield's uh, final trip into uh, Life is Strange. John, were you going to say something? I'm sorry. I stepped all over you there.
1: Oh, no. I was going to make make comments as you were talking. It's nothing important. (laughs) Okay. Good. Good. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, um, basically, I think what we're going to do is kind of do exactly what we did for Episode 4. We've got a bullet point thing that we're going to kind of go over. We'll kind of break off into discussion from there. And... Once we're done with that, we'll take a quick break and come back and wrap up the series and then move on to the next game one of these days. So um, <laughs> episode five starts off with uh, Max coming to from her um, drugging the hands of Mr. Jefferson. And as I said, I'm rather proud of myself for having called that creepy bastard as being the culprit behind all of this.
1: You sure did. <laughs> I, was, uh, I, I just thought he was a douche. I didn't, I didn't think I just thought that, that was just like his thing. You just thought he was kind
0: of a hipster a hole, basically.
1: Yeah, just, just yeah, pretty much. <laughs>
0: um, you know, Brittany, I never asked you. Did you ever kind of get a sense of us like sinister off of him? Basically,
2: I mean, I guess I'm kind of in the same boat as John, where I just didn't like him. I didn't necessarily think he had anything to do with it because I thought it would be too obvious. But yeah, like I said, I, they they purposely try to force your um suspicion on. Basically everybody in the school, so I was all over the place. I never really settled on on one person.
1: Okay. Yeah. So yeah, um, I mean, yeah. I, I was. Just, I didn't. I didn't suspect him until right until at the vortex club party, when he talks to her like right before they, right before he re, uh, reveals the winner of the contest. I was like, why are you even talking to us right now? <laughs> and. <laughs>
2: And he seemed
0: very inquisitive that, as to what you were doing and why you were looking for. A yeah, cool. terrible at names again. God, what's his name? Nathan. Nathan. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it seemed terribly inquisitive for no particular reason. If he wasn't guilty, so it was like I said. I was like, as soon as he did that, I, I was like, I'm ninety nine percent certain I'm right now. And sure
1: enough, so. And then- And then ten minutes later, he drugs you and treats Chloe. So
0: yeah, it's like, oh great, you're not only a creepy asshole, but you're a murderer. Wonderful, cool. Um, So anyway, you're not too happy
2: to be right, though. Uh
0: yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, somebody did it, so you know, (laughs) somebody, somebody was the asshole. I mean, it was just like it it was just kind of a nice validation that I saw the asshole. You know, it was like, man, I should have reworded that. Jesus. Can that the name uh, of the podcast? Uh, saw the no. <laughs> saw the asshole. No, no, no. no. Jason saw the asshole. We'll get, no. Okay. Oh, we, God. Oh. We get
1: t-shirts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look for us on cafepress.com. Uh, we're going to have uh, <laughs> saw the asshole t-shirts with my mug and a little quotation <laughs> bubble on there. So, yeah, this is, this is going swimmingly. Um, you can tell we've probably been talking okay. about Life is Strange a little too long if we're making these kind of jokes at this point. <laughs> so, um, anyway, Max comes guy, to guys, Jefferson taking eight. pictures of her. And she is, uh, bound up in a chair and Jefferson is, I, I mean, like I said, he was always kind of struck me as a little creepy, but he really takes a turn for the dark in this one.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) He's just
0: talking about like waiting for that moment of like innocence and stuff. Uh, he's just like, okay, you know, that's, And, and then it really does kind of make you wonder about all the models he took pictures of before what was going on with them. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, I I didn't like the uh the sudden shift in character as much. Um I thought it was it was too like oh you watched the dark knight one time and you thought that was <laughs> and let's just act really weird. Um I I thought it was trying too hard to make him a terrible person out of nowhere. You know, <laughs> and am I... uh, go ahead. I I just, uh, villains are usually are like my favorite character, usually, which I guess is probably uh talk about something about my character there. But anyway, <laughs> um, I always love, I always love a good villain and I just thought they, that was my least favorite part of the entire episode. I thought they wasted this entire build up to the, to the dark room with this, uh, this, uh chewing scenery, um, t- uh, stereotypical crazy villain.
0: See, but you got to remember, too, a, uh, a hero is only as good as their as their villain. Basically, it, it's all about the hero, like how they overcome the villain. And the more di- diabolical the villain is, the better the hero seems, basically. So it's kind of like maybe sullied Max a little bit more, although in this situation, Max doesn't actually really come through with much anything. Um, Uh-oh. as we, uh,
1: She's got some sassy as- comment. She has some sassy comebacks.
0: Oh yeah, she's uh, she, she has some pithy she has some pithy quirks to make. Or quips to make. So, but little else, really. I mean, I guess when you're tied up and you know, to a chair, there's not really much you can do. So, um, so she ends up finding a couple, or managing to get a couple pictures that she can look into and in doing that odd thumbstick thing that we talked about in the last episode where. I wasn't too keen on the mechanic of it, but basically she time travels to those times and tries to fix, essentially, the situation that she's in, and never really manages to do anything as far as being able to fix it, so.
1: Yeah, it kind of ends up right back where you where you started by the end of it all.
0: Yeah, and, it's almost uh, like it was just meant to happen, basically.
1: Yeah, and it's also one of those things with time travel stories where if you try and pick a, pick apart like the small details it kind of all falls apart so you just kind of got to roll with it as it's going
0: yeah and, there's uh, yeah. yeah there's a lot going on with time travel that you you sort of have to have like a suspension of disbelief basically so yeah,
1: exactly yeah
0: so um the old, here's a here the sort of a redemption if you will of a character that comes through here is Almost, as I put in my notes here, comical in the repetition of what you have to do. Uh, David busts into the scene, basically proving that he, well, yes, clearly a little paranoid, but his paranoia proved to be a little bit for the better in this case. um, Finds you tied up and has managed to track you down to Jefferson's dark room. Um, Unfortunately, when he comes in, Jefferson ends up killing him. So you rewind time a little bit and try to warn him. And then Jefferson ends up killing him again with something else. And then it's, it's almost this like parade of just like David's coming through the, or, you know, coming through the, uh, the screen or the door or whatever you want to call it. And just getting killed. It's, you can almost imagine this like spiritual pile of bodies of David just piling up <laughs> and just like, seriously again, again, it's like, Oh, come on. Really? So- <laughs> oh, is there anything like, that this guy can't do to kill me? And I'm putting this out I, while I we were... Thinking...
2: I was going to say, I was thinking more of, like, a montage where you have, like, that goofy music where it's like... Benny Hill music. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like just like which you... Yeah, exactly, where he just keeps getting himself killed all over, over and over again. David, yeah. the table, yes, sir, kicks it three inches and gets himself shot. Like, I think that was probably the
1: best part. <laughs> I, I know, oh my God. Oh
0: like that's that's the best you can manage huh yeah i for a guy who's in the mil or was in the military he doesn't seem to have a whole lot of uh a lot of uh spunk if he can uh get taken down by a uh rather effeminate uh hipster early 20 something photography teacher basically it's like man how what happened with you man i mean do you you really let your uh you really let yourself and your uh, military training go didn't you
2: I mean, he's not in the yeah. military anymore for a reason.
0: <laughs> I guess so. And that was just a absolute ineptitude. Max should Clear. have just
1: screamed, hey, "David, back up like three steps when you walk in, and then shoot him." Because I mean, it's, like it was. No matter what you did, he just got hit with he got hit with a tripod and <laughs> and then shot. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah it's it, hopefully as you're listening to this you've played along with or you've played along with us up to this point and if you haven't you owe it to yourself to get to this point really quickly and just deliberately let him die in all the ways possible because it's it, it really is kind of funny I mean especially considering how like hopeless the last episode ended even the whole feel of that whole last episode was like this is a little bit of like a moment of, uh, of humor of almost needed like lightness just to kind of keep things from me too you think that,
1: dark you think and hopeless. The developer's intention, you think that was what that was? Just to give you something to laugh about at the beginning of the episode.
0: Yeah, maybe like, a, you know, this is, we went maybe a little too heavy on episode four. Let's go ahead and like pull this in a little bit and give these guys like a moment of just, uh, you know, kind of calmness or something like that. So um, <laughs> So anyway, over and over again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, granted, it's something you can fix, so it's not that big a deal. But it is, so it does sort of add to that thing we've talked about even in the first episode where maybe Max is her, uh, you know, she kind of gets used to these time travel abilities. She gets a little numb to this stuff, like, you know, even. <laughs> to all the what, death. What, <laughs> yeah. yeah, or I even, you know, let Chloe get run over, or I even, like, let her get run over by the train to see what would happen, you know. <laughs> that, was, that was awfully morbid of me, but, you know, it's just like, I wonder what happens, so. Oh, she uh, dies, huh? I was just wondering like how much of it they showed or like how close they let it get to her. If you get like right on top of it, it's like, Ooh, she is like that, uh, that, that, what is it? The cow guard or whatever it is. The cow bumper thing on there is like, literally like right on top of her. It's yeah. like, okay, that's, that's awfully close. But then again, I don't think they would have wanted to put a lot of development time into making a uh,
1: character models of Chloe in pieces.
2: I don't think people will be very happy. with
1: It goes on. It goes all, all dead space and just super elaborate deaths.
0: <laughs> yeah it's like all of a sudden it's like oh that's where the budget went was that okay cool that's interesting <laughs> that's an interesting what choice so.
2: budget and time constraints they were talking about <laughs> they rendered yeah, so like, many
1: pieces of her
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like well we could have just ripped her apart in uh what's in the havoc engine and kind of done it that way but we thought it would be a little oh. bit better if we made yeah. our own engine and kind of did our own physics and you know there was this game on the 360 i can't even remember what name it was but like you could shoot body parts off of people, and it was kind of horrifying to play. I mean, it was like pretty um, comical, but it was horrifying to see it. It's like, oh, you can shoot a guy's like shoot a guy at his knee off. It's like that's wonderful. don't
1: um, remember what, the, what game that was.
0: You know what? I don't think it really uh. matters because yeah. it's, kind of, it's kind of one of those things. I think it's gonna be regulated to history as a. Uh, it was really a non-factor, because I don't think anyone ever did that again, really. So, outside of Dead Space, but that had a little bit more of a, I guess, purpose, rather than just like a, oh, here, here's gore for gore's account. Anyway, we should get back on Life is Strange here.
3: Yeah, <laughs> all
0: right. Um, let's see, where were we? Oh, yes, um, once David frees you, um, after, I don't know, I think it was about six times that I, that I got him killed, basically, or he got himself killed under my watch, um, uh, Max ends up going into town. There, well, I guess we should say that there is a small, not a small, it's a substantial thing, I guess, of what happens to Jefferson after this. If you if you tell him the fate of Chloe, um, David decides to uh, take justice into his own hands if you do that. So it's its a little like, you know, maybe get his comeuppance, but it's at the same time. It's like, you know, you've kind of taken death away from a lot of people. Do you really want to put it to somebody at this point, you know? That's
1: yeah, one word. Um, I I told him about Chloe, and uh, I also played the game, which I think I played. I'm pretty sure I played it wrong. Now that I, after I, in retrospect, and that I wouldn't rewind any of my decisions after I made them. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, that's that was that's what my that's what happened in my game is he, so, he just shot. So me you effectively played
0: it as a Telltale game, basically.
1: Yeah, I'm. A, I uh, yeah, and I played it. I think I played it wrong in retrospect, but yeah, that's how I played it.
0: Okay, Uh, Brittany, how did you uh, how did you handle that situation there?
2: Um, I did tell him, but then after I saw that he uh, he killed Jefferson and was just the way that he just kind of like sat on the floor to himself, I was just really worried that after Max left the dark room, that he would end up killing himself. And I think that you know David is a little off as a guy, but he did just save your life, and I felt like he didn't deserve that, you know. Yeah. And Joyce definitely wouldn't deserve it either. I mean, think about it. She lost her husband. Her daughter would be dead. And then David would kill himself, too. And then what would she have? So I was just like, God, I got to go back and just lie. I mean, Max has become quite the liar along the game anyway. So what's one more? <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: I, I don't know. I I, I thought I, I was all about telling the truth in that game. So I kind of. But yeah, it felt bad. <laughs> it was a pretty shitty thing to do.
0: That's OK. You know, I mean, even even lying, you still don't make a whole lot of friends in this game. So. Poor Max kind of yeah. doesn't can't really seem to catch a break socially, no matter what she does, no matter how good she tries to be. So, um, once this decision is made, you end up going into town and see it just basically getting destroyed. Um, it's a little, it's, uh, there's a lot of kind of little things that you can totally overlook here. Um, some characters can die. They're not really that integral to the story, but you have the option of saving them or not saving them basically. Um, the one that I found a little disturbing was you come in, you come into – oh, God, I don't even remember what it was really. But you come into a building basically and there's a guy lying in a pool of water and you flip the electricity on and you end up killing him. And you have to kill him to get to a certain point.
1: I mean, he comes back. <laughs> like he's fine. He didn't know he um, died. He's fine.
0: You can leave him dead though.
1: Yeah, you yeah, can. Like... But
0: I mean like – that's what I mean. It's like, well, okay, you just okay, you just let poor David, you know, kill Jefferson and then have to deal with that guilt for the rest of his life. So I mean, I, I don't know. No, I mean, re- no, 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 no,
1: no. I that he doesn't he doesn't know that happened anymore by the time by the time my story's over so <laughs>
2: <laughs> well you know what jason that would be a good way to play it for your psycho max playthrough just kill the guy and leave him there and then just go about your business you got to
1: look at you, you got to look at his body before you leave too like you got to acknowledge that you did it and just, just stare just sit there and stare at, it. at See, it, yeah a, a,
2: a yeah. chance for an optional photo and everything too <laughs> <laughs> you know oh, yeah that'd
0: be what of the optional photos isn't it the whale on fire
2: yeah. Yes. There, yeah there's, there's also so just... a car on top of the building too there's actually i think there's just two that you could get here in this area but it's definitely the whales with the fire in the background And there's one with a car like tipping over a building
1: yeah so, there's yeah, a couple like, dead whale pictures yeah i thought so, the yeah
2: yeah that that is strange i think it's
0: like twice they use the dead whales for one of the optional photographs which is i mean yeah as dark as this game is that does seem a little morbid almost like okay let's Let's really focus in on the whales. Make sure you're looking at these dead whales. We spend a lot of time on these dead whales. Make sure you look at them because <laughs> we're gonna give you a little reason to. So, also a
1: little Max strange. says they look. They she says they look like beached angels at one point, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, Max is, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that, Max is a little weird." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. So, on your way to the diner, um, you end up. Now I don't remember. Is this? Um, do you have to go through with this uh, thing with with Alyssa, or is that optional? No, I didn't.
1: I, I, th- I completely missed that. Actually, okay. So
0: there is an optional no. segment then that uh, you can save Alyssa or not save her as uh, John is proving to be quite the monster here um
1: (laughs) hey i had something to do i had to get to the diner i had places to go i actually i actually didn't hear her calling either
2: no i didn't either i completely missed it and i didn't even know she was there until after i finished the episode and i saw the uh the world stats and they're like oh this percentage of people saved to listen i was like where the hell was Alyssa? I totally didn't remember her being anywhere. The whole I, episode. I
1: also missed her at the pool. I also didn't save her at the pool, too. I didn't, <laughs> I, did, I didn't notice her. Like, that's kind of her thing. Is She's really easy to, to be missed, so I didn't notice her. Yeah, that's so, a good you point. You walk right by it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, Also, there's a. Tr- you can save the truck driver. I don't know if he did that. You can save the truck driver if he just walked backwards. But uh, yeah, he's like, I, trapped I, under I, his truck.
0: I did save him, and there's one of those other students you can save too from having a pole fall on him, like a telephone pole or a cow uh, or a power. I, I,
2: I think it was like a weird, like metal sheet or something, like blew into him. I forget what that oh, kid's name okay. is. I, I
1: think it was like it's, Ethan it, or something. It, it's Evan. I Evan. Think. Ran- okay. Random hipster number two. Yeah. Is, uh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking art school.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, there's like I said, there's there's kind of some some choices in this but so with a El- with Alyssa standing up there if you save her and I don't know what happens if you hadn't really like saved her prior to this but she will suddenly save you from something like bashing you in basically so I don't know what happens if you haven't saved her up until that point so I don't know if Max maybe gets Elkabonged or something like that but yeah kind of interesting
1: <laughs> so
2: that is uh that's the one where you get that kill screen, you get the thing that pops up like from Dark Souls saying you died game over. <laughs>
1: yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's the third ending in the game. But...
2: Yeah, not many people know about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah,
1: you, know, that's, yeah.
0: you know that that would be a uh, that would be another one of those things like the psycho max thing, just kinda go through and just like depressed Max just let her get killed as much as possible.
1: <laughs> that you sounds like, everything more like beyond can. two souls, actually. You also have, have enough military strength at that point in the game to get it, get that ending too. Oh.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about Beyond Two Souls. I, I want to talk about something that has an interesting plot, so
1: Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played it yet, but i I'm inclined to agree with you because I don't like David Cage. Yeah. But yeah, let's talk about Life is Strange.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. So once you get to the diner, um, and again, you know what, John, I, I meant to say this while you were talking about this, you, uh, you know, you, you said you, you, you missed Alyssa cause you had things to do. You do realize you have the ability to rewind time, right?
1: Yeah, but I feel like it, it's, you it's control time, be, like, it, John,
0: you control time. There's no, there's no excuse for that. Time. You <laughs> control time. You literally control <laughs> but, time. You had all the time in but, the world to do this. <laughs>
1: I I feel like the game is like it's it's reaching its crescendo, and I don't have time to stop to save uh, Alyssa on the roof because because <laughs> I'm going. I'm trying to save the whole town at this point. I'll. You, you don't know, have I'll time, John. Again, okay, you control time. I'll get to I'll get to you her later.
2: Listen, you you're also getting ready to jump into a different timeline again. So Alyssa dying here really has no effect on what's actually going on. Exactly. <laughs> unless
0: unless you pick one of the endings and something else happens. Oh. So yeah, no, we'll get there. We'll, we'll, get th- we'll,
1: we'll
2: We're getting there. We'll
0: get there. We're getting there yeah. um, so once you go into the diner you have the option of uh, talking to Joyce and after uh, I gotta say after kind of saving your bacon there uh, basically talking to Joyce and trying to get her to take uh, David back or at least consider the possibility of it I uh, I kind of threw David a bow and I was like hey you saved my life I'm gonna go ahead and at least like put a put a little good word in here for you you know so
1: kind of felt obligated. I had just like crushed his world, so I figured I could do something for him. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, you're a monster, John.
1: <laughs> At the time, it seemed like a nice thing to do. I think it was. I think I think it was. You know, it was. Uh, Max is an honest girl. So.
0: Yeah, and you know Hitler anyway, had a dog he loved very much. He was still a monster, <laughs> though.
1: Hitler also killed Hitler. So I mean, he in the end he was the real hero
0: or did he oh wow (laughs) you know i never thought of it that way that's that's kind of horrifying yeah
3: right yeah oh
0: god okay let's 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 move on here oh my god um so then you basically talk to warren to get the picture of the party so you could go back in time and try to fix this which i don't no, at this point what Max is trying to do, because she obviously isn't fixing anything anytime she does this, so it's like, why don't you just maybe let things play out? I don't know, at this point, but um Yeah. Uh yeah, so you kind of have the choice of uh Well you do have the choice of actually telling uh Warren about your powers finally. Yeah. Um I, I think I yeah, I chose to tell him. I figured at this point, like, you're gonna go back in time anyway, why the hell not just go for it, so
1: yeah, I, I, mean, I did. I did the same thing.
0: What's he gonna do? Stop you? <laughs> did,
1: did you talk to Frank and Joyce also before that?
0: Oh, you know, what? Um, yeah, I did Frank. Yeah, well, we talked about the Joyce thing, right? So, but yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. yeah, I did talk to Frank too. I forgot about Frank. Poor, poor Frank. So yeah,
1: yeah, I, I told him. The, I told him the truth, and uh, he he took it better than uh, David did. So. You know what? Um, that's
0: the one I did tell the truth and I kind of sat there and thought about rewinding,
1: but I was like, eh, no, let's not. I mean, he, he, he got his, uh, I forget the word, but no, he, yeah, there it is closure. He, <laughs> he, he got his closure with Rachel and that, that's what he really wanted. So.
0: Yeah. Cause I mean, once everything was kind of said and done, he was going to find out anyway, He probably would have been mad and he's already proven to be a little on the uneven side of temperament. So, you know, He's was going to find out eventually. If you find out you lied to him, maybe it was just like, eh. I want to say it's like, oh, you might, you might as well just kick him while he's down. He's already so low. It's like, he's not going to get much lower than this at this point. So I might as well just break it to him. So. Um, so makes, anyway, Warren. Still okay. got
1: Pompidou. I said, that's, like, that's he still true. got Pompidou,
0: so. Yeah, he still got his doggy. Yeah. So. Well, unless you were a monster and Johnny, you didn't let him get hit by a truck, right?
1: No, I didn't <laughs> let him get hit by a truck. A, I'm just saying because. Dog. Because. All just, signs are
0: pointing to you just letting shit go wrong here.
1: I like that dog more than Alyssa. I'm sorry. <laughs> Alyssa never tried to bite you. Her voice was awful. Okay. It was.
2: She she talks like she has sticks of butter in her mouth. Let's just, talk, we have to go. Like she talks like a 40 year old woman. I'm We're not, not, not going to disagree. I with mean, 40 year old women sound like that. I mean, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I was going to say I don't know what 40 year old woman you're talking to, but. <laughs> <it is. laughs> Sounds like like she has a small tub of uh, Crunchy Crock in her mouth.
1: Yes, (laughs) just a small tub, just a small one. Yeah.
0: I mean, the big ones are a little too big to maneuver, you know, get any kind of uh, wording out. But, now the small ones, I think you can still manage it. Anyway, (laughs) this is is turning into the most digressionary podcast I think we've ever done outside of, uh, well, the game clubs. Every other one has been pretty digressionary. So, anyway... uh, uh, you have the option of telling Warren about your powers, and then you basically your i guess romance or not comes to a crescendo with Warren here um I figured at this point he's not going to remember it. might as well give him what he wants for half a second and kiss him gotta
1: go eight, gotta go eight you know? <laughs> yeah, I kissed him too it was uh I mean he's yeah he's not gonna remember so. <laughs>
0: John, that is that is a uh, you do realize that is a sound bite now that I can use forever, where you just said I kissed him too. Um,
1: that's <laughs> fine. I'll get I'll I'll get a t shirt for that too to go along I saw right the on. asshole.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, this podcast is turning into something terrible here. Uh, no, no, sp-
2: no. This is great. This is what people want
1: here. <laughs> I can't I can't help it. Feel it's probably my fault, but
0: uh i think it's a sleep deprivation anyway. on my end i was trying to finish another game we're doing for uh for a podcast and writing a review last night so i didn't get but maybe like two and a half hours of sleep last night so um yeah going on so uh Brittany, i'm gonna go ahead and assume you just basically brushed warren off
2: i i just straight up left i was like Sealy <laughs>
0: yeah didn't even I hug him.
2: no <laughs> no
3: bro a hug.
2: I don't think he knows what a bro hug is, so no, I I got the hell out of there.
1: <laughs> you gotta learn. He he, he would learn Never mind. anyway. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um. So, um, Brittany, you were going to go ahead and uh, ruin Warren for me here in a few minutes. So let's let's go on because oh, I want to. Oh dear. I want to. I want to. I want to hear this. <laughs> I got to see this. Um, for those of you who are listening, who is just everybody, because this is not a video podcast. Uh, Brittany and I were talking off the air that there is something else that you come across in a few minutes here that is going to ruin Warren for me even further. So I'm probably going to regret kissing him here just a second. So, and I just made myself a little sound clip of myself saying I avoided kissing him. <laughs> Wonderful.
3: <laughs> anyway,
0: yes, this is, uh, this is going to turn into, I don't know if you guys are familiar with no more whoppers, but this is going to turn into sound bites of us just making fun of each other from now on. So, um, That's most
1: of my conversations.
0: What? <laughs> <laughs> so, now you get the ability or now you look, you get the picture and you rewind time and then shit starts to get a little weird, right? Conversations (laughs) kind of start breaking down and nothing makes sense. Um, You go back to the point where Jefferson and uh, Max were talking alone in the classroom and Max doesn't get a choice of what she wants to say. Basically just kind of, Says that yes, I want four, you to really
2: horrible, four really horrible options. I think that yeah, made one of the was... hardest choices in the game. I can't
1: yeah. remember which one was the least bad, but I can't, but yeah, know, I picked that one. But they were, I, all think the, I think
2: the least bad one was my selfies are shit because it wasn't like
1: yeah, saying something is. nice
2: to Jefferson, it was just kind of self deprecating statement. I think that's the one I said, Chloe. Yeah,
0: you know, I think no, I mean, maybe...
2: Mr. Jefferson. Like, <laughs> I think
0: maybe we're going to do you, a I'm let's glad you play.
1: killed Chloe, Mr.
2: Jefferson. Oh, yeah. That was one of the options, wasn't it? Yeah. See, that was, it was.
0: Was. Yeah, that was a really screwed up thing. You know what? I think, I think, uh, I think I'm think think I i going to take your advice here, Brittany, and uh, I'm going to do a Let's Play or a video of just like horrible Max, basically. Just Max saying the worst <laughs> things possible to everybody <laughs> and having her say, like, I love you, Mr. Jefferson, or uh, I'm glad you killed Chloe. So I think oh we're going to go God. with that. And this way it'll sound kind of natural coming out of her, because all the horrific things she's done throughout the thing, so. Yeah. So, um... Let's see. And then you start going through the dorm rooms, or is this before the... I, I, I'm getting these two, like, mixed up, but it doesn't... I guess it doesn't really matter, like, when it happens, but you start going through the dorm rooms, um, and almost like a... If you're familiar with the game demo, I guess PT, you kind of basically go through oh, the dorms okay, over and over and over again until you get the right like thing that you're trying to do. Um yeah. you constantly are changing clothes as you go through the door after you get the right sequence or whatever you needed to do. And if you one of the optional photos is here, you look out the window and there are giant squirrels. <laughs> yes,
1: there are.
0: The weirdest goddamn thing I think I've ever seen in this game. I mean, this game has done some weird stuff, but these giant squirrels I'm like I can only imagine the uh, the janitor guy sitting there like riding one of them like a horse or something like that, you know.
2: I, I was of <laughs> waiting a... for him to just have like a, a giant version of Samuel, and then he just has oh, like man. his eye take up the whole window. Hello, Max.
0: <laughs> oh God!
3: Taking <laughs> pictures
2: time. of my squirrels again. <laughs> the end is die,
1: Max.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, I was thinking like oh, little. A... I was thinking like little Samuel, and he like rides up, or maybe even like proportionately the same size, um, or not proportionately the same size, but, like, kind of about the same size as the squirrels, and then he rides them, like, uh, like Luke and Han do the Tauntauns or whatever they are and Ep- the Empire Strikes <laughs> Back. I was kind of getting that mental image. Where that,
1: that's where all the budget went, right there. It's the yeah, uh, Tauntaun the squirrels.
0: squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. So, um, once you get through that really, really... Really odd segment. Um, oh, yeah, you had to come through it. as Victoria once. Yeah, I liked it. It was kind of... I don't want to say, like, you could... Like, this is sort of where the, the hinges are falling off of Max's abilities and her ability to handle her abilities. or Everything's kind of coming apart there, so... Um, I'm a
1: fan of dream sequences. So. Oh no, I, I
2: love them. I thought. Yeah. A lot of people thought that they wasted too much time on it in this episode, which I guess in hindsight they kind of did, considering a lot of things that end up not really being addressed or covered. But I thought that it was still really well done, and one of my favorite parts is when she gets back to the school and it's the beginning of the game, but it's everything playing backwards. Like <laughs> oh, all yeah. the, the words or anything are backwards. And you just keep seeing cool, 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 cool <laughs> all through the yeah. all through the hallway. Yeah. Way. <laughs>
1: yeah the, uh... The, the song lyrics are backwards. Oh it's,
2: yeah. yeah, it's great. The music great even plays the backwards. Cool thing is if, yeah, and if you if you rewind, everything plays in you know forward the regular way. Yeah. So I thought yeah. it was just really really cool the way they did that.
1: They also had the weirdest um, picture you had to get there, where you had to you, it says you take the picture before you take it, and then you have to open up the journal and look at the picture, and that's how you get it. It's really
2: weird. Yeah, don't you, you like, untake the photo? Yeah, you
1: have to do the photo in reverse to get the achievement for the
0: photo. See, and I think that's the only one I missed in that episode. So, I missed a few ones. Yeah. Oh, no, no, you missed another that
2: one. one that I'm going to be telling you about in a second here.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the Warren <laughs> oh, one is. Oh, yeah. oh, that's the option. Uh, yeah. Oh, man, I'm kind of glad I missed that one now because I'm about to get, I'm about to get <laughs> ruined here. Oh, okay. So, um,. After this, we're gonna move on to the, I guess, odd stealth segment. Was there anything else you guys wanted to add about that whole sequence before we jump into that? And you guys just destroy my world of war and...
1: Um. Uh. No, I don't. I I did. I just I just like the hallway scene a lot. The uh, the different versions of the hallway, and uh, it just. Yeah, I'm a sucker for dream sequences in games, especially yeah. w- really weird ones. Are all. So.
2: the only thing that I didn't like was the whole uh the the K part. And I guess it's because I'm a failure as a person and I let her kill herself. I and did too. Yeah, kidding. and so she's just asking <laughs> like yeah. the right, just, yeah. What kind of friend are you, Max? How could you let me die? And I'm like, I didn't mean to. It was just like one of the worst callbacks to earlier in the game. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, I feel so so awful sometimes about this whole game and how everything works out, but you know. Kinda...
1: Game, game is dark and it's a dark and depressing game.
0: Yeah, you know? there's... I guess at the end maybe there's a little... I yeah, don't know, we, but we yeah. It, we can, yeah, talk, yeah. We can talk about yeah. Self Okay, so, stealth segment. This becomes the, uh, if you remember the bathroom scene in episode 3, basically this becomes a 15- 20 minute version of that, and it it seems rather inconsequential because it, John, as you pointed out before we got on the air, there's really no like cause and effect. Basically, like there's no game over sequence. Like you just have that moment of like the game, not not the game freezing, but you know time freezing, and then you just rewind so you can continue on. So it almost seems kind of like without any sort of purpose at all. Like it's there. Like maybe yeah. they should could have handled it a different way, it's but I understand they wanted to ex- keep you in the mode.
1: It's basically just an extended walking sequence at at, at that point because you can – I mean, you can do the stealth thing, but as soon as someone finds you, you just rewind and you keep walking. So it's it's mostly just a hindrance. It's not really – it's not good gameplay at all.
0: It's, uh, yeah. And see, this is why I missed that picture, I guess, was because I started getting annoyed by it and I was like, let me just plow through this. Like the only, I guess, sort of – not Easter egg-y kind of thing I found, but the Easter egg I found was – um the little hideout where uh, Max had yeah. the option yeah. of putting you know, her name on there and it just said, you are all going to die or whatever, which is kind of horrifying. Well, you know what?
2: That was one of those things I forgot to mention while we were doing episode four, is I wasn't sure if you uh, noticed that. At the very end of the game when you and Chloe, <laughs> Max and Chloe back, uh, go back to the, to the junkyard, you actually have the option of going back into the building. And mm-hmm. I just, I knew the episode was coming to an end, so I was purposely trying to delay it by looking around other things. So you right. walk in there and it is one of those things where it, has the thing saying you're all going to die. And it says, uh, doesn't it say Rachel is here?
1: Yeah. It says, it says Rachel is here. Pretty creepy. Yeah.
0: Wow. Okay. So it wasn't just in that dream stealth sequence thing. Okay. So I just missed that. That is horrifying.
1: Yeah. It's a callback to a nice little, there's a nice, a nice Easter egg and two, like you said. So in, in in a very terrifying way.
0: Yeah. Okay. So we are going to get my live reaction here on this, uh, on this image, and you know, I'm I'm just looking uh, at the, uh, the the thumbnail of it, and it's kind of horrifying already. I, Let's see.
1: I I have to look at the pic. I haven't seen it since I played it, <laughs> so I have to look at it. I can, I'm sure Brittany can talk more about it than I can. Cause it's been a while, but yeah.
0: I can. Yeah, I was gonna say, Brittany, why don't you uh, why don't you give us the lowdown of what's going on here while uh, while I'm waiting for this picture to come? Oh my god. <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> Oh, it's, okay, I'm looking at it too. It's so great. Oh my god, it's, I mean, uh, great.
2: <laughs> I guess that's one way of looking at it. It's, it's.
1: I mean, it's Warren in the nutshell, right there, right?
0: Okay, <laughs> I've got to. Say, are those? Is that a Fitbit
1: band? <laughs> that's what
0: it looks like. <laughs> he, like he,
1: he works out. Warren. Warren runs often. <laughs> um. Well, he's going oh, eight the, I my, guess. The, the my max part is probably just the stupid writing. Oh man.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So thoughts here? Do we do we do we think this is a real piece or I is mean, this kind
2: obviously, of obviously it's not? I don't think that Warren is that crazy, but it kind of like this whole entire uh, nightmare sequence is just giving you more insight into Max's mind, and this locker is there whether you wanna. Pursue a yeah. relationship with Warren or not, so it kind of makes you think. Like Max is a little uneasy around Warren. Like maybe she even just thinks like whether you want to pursue that relationship or not. That he's just a little off and stalkerish, I guess. Yeah, but oh,
1: she okay. had the doll of her. So
0: yeah, the doll thing is creepy, yeah. but at least it's not a rubber, it's life-sized one.
2: <laughs> there might be another one of those somewhere oh, else.
0: Oh, God! What is wrong with you? I Try to salvage any <laughs> bit of this poor boy's. Like, Ugh,
1: okay. This is like this is like some Hey Arnold shit. The Only I that was even... like in the actually part of the show. Yeah,
0: all right. I can't even say like like leave the poor guy alone. Victim blaming here, you know? Because we're going. <laughs> I mean, poor Warren. I mean, this this isn't even real. I guess. I mean, this is this is just Max's sort of projection of maybe what Warren has going on in his head. Although. It is kind of strange. Some of the things that the characters, like you have multiple characters from the game that are looking for you with spotlights. I mean, it's it's very it's a very clunky version of like Metal Gear Solid to a degree.
3: Yeah, and as you're going Brittany through this. Brittany section.
1: knows I'm a big, big fan of Metal Gear Solid. Oh
2: so. well, yeah, can't talk about it enough. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: yeah, John, you and I are best friends now. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you know this, Brittany, but Metal Gear Solid Three is my favorite game.
2: No, yeah, I think you told me uh, once or two thousand (laughs) times.
1: Anyway, um, life is strange. So yeah, the the stealth in that, it's there's just no. You just walk. You just walk straight, and you you circle around (laughs) the you circle around the lighthouse for a little bit, like. And then you walk to the junkyard. I actually, and also for for some godforsaken reason, I found every bottle in the junkyard again. I don't remember <laughs> why I did that.
2: I mean, I did the same thing. I just wanted that optional photo. Oh, okay, i did too i didn't know <laughs> totally it was an optional photo and
0: i was like oh you know what i bet you i'm gonna have to collect these bottles because right now max is going through the worst thing she could probably imagine herself <laughs> going through so why not <laughs> oh, have to bottles- make herself collect the damn bottles again so let's just go collect all the bottles i mean that's great, though, next it's great though because it's like
2: don't don't nods poke fun at itself they know that it was everybody's least favorite part of the game so they're like ha ha let's do it again
1: and they did make you know, it optional which is which is why it's funny so yeah. it's- but uh, I I was just I was just
0: going to say Brittany, I think you need to look up the definition of the word great, but you saved it, so yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's
0: uh, yeah that whole it's section only is only funny just, because it's optional. Yeah, it is. It is kind of amusing, but I figured I was just like, like in my head, I was like, you know, this is the worst thing happening to her right now. Surely I'm going to have to collect these bottles. When I found the first one, I was like, I might as well just grab now rather than have to backtrack and find all the stupid things again. And then when I put them all down, I was like. Oh, optional photo. I just did this for an, for a trophy. Swell. So
1: it, it scarred her so much that it was in her nightmare. So that's. That.
0: Oh man. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and like I said, this this whole segment kind of felt almost added fluff, essentially, for what might be a, real, uh, a fairly short, maybe even the shortest episode of the whole game. Um, yeah,
1: I think it's short. I think it's probably the shortest episode. Maybe episode one. A little
0: shorter? Maybe. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. But, like I said, uh, there's, there's some conversational stuff that adds that, um, as you pointed out, Brittany, that kind of, like, gives you an insight of, like, how Max's brain works and how she thinks of herself and how she sees people seeing her, basically. And
3: yeah, like how the whole her...
2: scene... The whole part of the the nightmare sequence that I actually did like a lot too was the part where she's just strapped to that chair in the dark room again, and she's just kind of forced to watch everybody yeah yeah interact yeah. with each other while she's stuck there watching it's,
1: yeah was, watch Chloe interact with every character you met pretty much in different ways,
2: yeah, 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 it's a little
0: yeah, especially the like um Chloe and Jefferson like don't they end up hooking up in that sequence.
2: Uh, he, he's just Ryan. taking pictures of her, which is I mean, she not also
1: good. she. She mixed that with Victoria and Warren, right. I think. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just a, it's a really weird way of, of finally saying that Max is in love with Chloe. It's just like the worst way possible to show you, to show the player that. <laughs> and
0: uh, yeah, it, it went yeah. from the whole like perhaps like I guess like homosexual undertones being subtle to kind of in your face maybe.
1: Yeah, a little bit, but I I didn't I mean I didn't find any problem with it. I, it no, made sense no. To me.
0: Yeah, it, so. like I said, I didn't. It just it just kind of seemed a little bit in contrast to the way it went. But this whole sequence kind of was, I guess, everything happening all at once is like as bad as possible. Essentially, like Max yeah, just seemed to go into like say, this mental it, spiral.
2: It would make a lot less sense if it was something that was just happening in the reality of the game instead of just a dream sequence. So. I, I yeah. thought that. I mean, yeah, it was a sudden shift in the way that they were kind of presenting relationships with different characters and stuff. But it's because it's just Max's nightmare, just seeing things the worst possible possible way it could be for her.
0: Yeah, it's kind of a it, the whole the whole sequence is odd. Um, I, I really can't think of any other way of explaining it. I mean, it's it's creepy for sure, but it's also just really odd. And it's it's kind of like a fascinating look, I think, into like Max's like I said, just her view of people's view of her. It's, it's this weird, like yeah. window into her own brain and how she thinks people perceive her. Even if like you kind of can judge by the way other people react to her, they clearly don't see her this way, but yeah, it's, you, you, you kind of see this, like Max is actually this very unsure person. She's never, she's not ever or throughout this whole thing, like even with this like kind of amazing ability, like she's very unsure of herself and not very confident. And with the ability to control time, more or less, it's like, you'd think she'd be the most confident person in the world, but she still has these, this like huge self doubts about herself. So,
1: yeah, it's, uh, I mean, she, she also only has the powers like a week overall. So it, and uh, she does change a lot in a week. So,
0: although we have, been over this i think in the first episode where like you know she studied all that stuff in like the beginning of the second episode like clearly like getting to like page 10 and then rewinding time and then opening it up at page 10 and then reading 10 more pages and then rewinding time basically like so it kind of makes you wonder like how much time max has actually spent in this week that's only been a week like i I mean this could have been a couple months for her
1: that is fair yeah
0: so, yeah, and that, that comes into another thing with the whole time travel thing. It's like you're never really sure how to approach it because the people who go through time, you know, they don't really change. But the people or, you know, they, they're they the ones who age that, you know, they every time you rewind time, your memories stay. But her or but, you know, everyone around you, nothing, nothing stays there. So it's this, it's this I, weird I thing of how actually... to approach it.
2: Maybe I'm making this up in my mind, but I feel like there was actually a part in the game where Max did look at herself in the mirror and comment on how she looks like she's gotten so much older just over the course of the week.
1: Uh, I don't know if it's in the game, but I hope it was. That'd be a a nice little thing to do. uh...
2: Yeah, I I think it would be a
0: definite thing that they would have added, I would think. I mean, you know, this whole game is about Max and kind of like... I don't want to like. While the main kind of focal point of the whole game is Chloe, the whole thing like kind of revolves around Max and how she how she sees herself basically, and how she wants to change things for not just her but her friends or whatever. Like how she wants to interact with people. So it's kind of this it's kind of this weird thing for like for her to get back to that and see like you know if this if the scene actually happened, which I kind of hope it did, and not really uh, one of your like fever dreams or whatever that you just had about (laughs) me telling you the show was going to start um you know i i kind of hope it was one of those things so that it actually did happen i think it would add a little bit to it like oh yeah this is you know this is poor max realizing she's crumbling basically like uh, this this ability is aging her and i mean you know you don't get random nosebleeds for nothing unless you're doing cocaine i suppose but i mean I she a- she's
2: had a lot of time she could have been doing that too It <laughs> <That's laughs>
1: true be a weird subplot
0: she uh she got the habit and kicked it all within this course of or all within the course of this week basically.
1: It was hotline Miami the whole time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so okay um now I think the I'm trying to remember the next scene is you end up you end up basically back in the diner right?
2: Well, actually, when you I'm go through the or when you go up to the lighthouse, you end up back into the uh the little snow globe that's on uh the mantle right. in Chloe's house like years ago. Uh, yeah. And you're just kind of watching um. The whole thing unfold. William, yeah, you're just yeah. watching William get ready to leave to die again. And that's when you got like some really creepy text messages from people, and probably one of the funniest ones oh, I've the, seen. Oh my
1: God, the Pompidou. Pompidou. Oh man, it's so <laughs> get good. The text message from <laughs> it's, it's So good. I don't remember what it says. Oh, what
2: it... you got a snack?
1: Oh, like... yeah. oh um... <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that was one of the funniest part of the game.
2: But yeah, some of the text messages were really kind of unsettling. Like the one you get from Rachel Amber saying, "I'll be seeing you soon," or the one that William sends you saying, "Oh, don't forget to tell Joyce and Chloe that you let me die and tell them I said hello and all this other stuff." So,
3: yeah, again, and I, trying I to it...
2: continue with the darkness of Episode Four.
0: Yeah. And going back into Max's uh, projections, basically, of, of her persona yeah. to other people. So, I don't know if she thinks... Because she, you know, of course she feels responsible for William's death now, because in a sense she is, but if she takes an alternate path there, she becomes responsible for it, so... she become, Or if she, if she takes the alternate path, she becomes responsible for Chloe's death, basically. And yeah, all of this, freak, as so? much as I feel bad for Max through all this, poor <laughs> Chloe just can't catch a break. <laughs>
1: Nothing yeah. seems to be alright
0: for this poor girl. <laughs> she
1: she can't even fire a revolver in a junkyard without killing herself.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, let me try to do a trick shot. It's like you do realize everything has <laughs> happened to you. Can we not do this? I mean, what if you hit Max and kill her? She can't rewind time to undo that.
2: Yeah. That
1: would have been a weird but, ending to the game.
0: <laughs> that, another secret ending. There should be a there should. Yeah, That's they should have one. I would like they had these like if they had these, like, little endings that just, like, ended the game, and it's like, okay, game over. Like, it's like, wait, what? What happened?
1: Like, 12, <laughs> like, 12 corner trigger endings, and just, like, a, oh, man. Yeah,
0: or, um, or kind of, like, one of those choose-your-own-adventure things where, like, you can get, like, literally, like, into the third chapter or whatever, the third sequence, and it's like, and you had a cave-in, and you died. It's like, oh, I've read <laughs> yeah. five pages End of this story. book, and I, it's over? Cool. A lousy <laughs> book. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So yeah, this so, is the point where we end up uh, going into the diner where basically everybody you've encountered in the game is here except for, I think, Jefferson. I think he's the only one who doesn't pop back up here. Yeah,
0: it's... Uh, yeah. I don't remember him being there. And, you know, I do I do like how they handle this as far as with the voices go because they have everyone kind of, not talking all at once, but talking maybe like one or two people like over each other. And as you kind of walk, more people start talking to you So you can kind of, like, take it very slowly and take it all in if you want to. But if you actually, like, walk at a normal pace, it sort of puts the whole thing into, like, maybe how Max is actually, like, feeling, like, mentally breaking down. Where she's feeling that, like, everyone's talking about her and whispering about her. And she can't handle all this information. She can't handle all these things in her head that she thinks people feel about her. So it's kind of like this... if you. I guess want to play it the way it was meant to be played. Probably you're going through it like at a decent clip. So you're just getting all these people like shit talking you essentially. But if yeah. you take it a little slower, it does take a little bit out of it because like you can sit there in silence for a while too and have nothing happen. So it's like, no, oh, okay. Kind of me.
1: Yeah. And some, and some of the dialogue isn't too good by itself. So it's better to just walk through it. I think
0: yeah I think you're right so um, and this is where max uh meets max kind of going into this whole time travel thing of like what happens when you actually time travel do you leave an alternate version of yourself in that timeline and uh for what we've seen, maybe it turns out yes uh max starts talking to herself um should we say main max talks to alternate max and <laughs> main max my main man
1: max yeah <laughs> Maximilian <laughs> maximus. <laughs> Super Max, Spider Max, what, what, Batman? They 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 just come up with so many different
2: (laughs) names for her in this game. So
1: Chloe's got a billion; she's the pun master.
2: Whatever you want to call her. Yeah. I just say uh, your Max talks to Bitchy Max. There we go. (laughs) Bitch Max. (laughs) Although,
0: uh, although I totally understand where Bitch Max is coming from because it's like, well, you just left me in this time in this shit timeline, and you went to go fix everything. So Beta Beta Max. (laughs) Beta Max. Is that? A, anyway, should we do okay. a T-shirt there with like of like Max like three quarters drawn in basically, and then we'll put that as Betamax. Yes. This way, it's like, oh, beta <laughs> so of t- like t- a beta version. Life is strange. So, so, so many good T-shirt ideas. You yeah, have a I, lot of
2: merch coming out of this yeah. one episode. Yeah. <laughs> you know
0: what? Outside of uh, outside of the episode that um, I mentioned that got lost um, due to the my me, or my friend Anthony and I's recording, um, we could have had like a Games and Junk burrito mix based on that I will, <laughs> I will explain that one to you guys off the air because it's okay it's interesting but i don't know if i really want to relive it on the air um since we're talking about life is strange um
2: understandable
0: yeah, yeah it's totally Besides, strange.
2: really there's no burritos just uh Belgian waffles or bacon omelets
0: yeah exactly
1: you get yeah, the the, om- yeah you get the omelet
0: yeah this is uh this is <laughs> you, or- this, you know this is northeast america there's no real burritos here so <laughs> North, north, northwest.
1: northwest, Northwest America, <laughs>
0: whatever, north, one of the, the same, hey, I was only, it's, it's, oh, the same,
1: it's the same opposite side of the country.
0: I was one for two. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: you got, you the, got north- the North part. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and one of my, one of my, you know, actually the person who does all the website stuff on the back end, Vanessa, she lives in Oregon. So I should have gotten that whole Northwest thing down. Anyway, I suck. So let's move on. Um, so yeah, so you have this <laughs> conversation with Max, with alternate Max, whatever she is. And Chloe kind of comes in and stomps in and like, like stop talking to her and stop making her doubt herself kind of really makes you wonder like if Chloe and Max's brain is sort of the anchor in a sense, you know, like that brought her back to reality on how things are. It sort of really puts you or puts like Chloe's role in Max's life and her like persona into like into place like what she actually does mean to her i mean if it wasn't very clear as it was with the whole you know chloe making out with everybody possible or whatever and shit talking her and getting offended by it um yeah i think this makes it pretty apparent that this like effectively chloe is max's anchor if you will so
1: Um, oh, no. not I mean, yeah, you said everything
0: I could say right there. It's, uh, okay, cool. Well, that's yeah. that's what happens when you're old and experienced, I suppose. <laughs> you young bucks and everything. So, um, anyway. Um, so, once the sequence is over, I believe this is where you go into the, uh, we'll say almost a, um, a review of the series up until this point, or the episodes, basically. Like, you walk through, you do the little walkthrough, it's right. a literal
2: walkthrough memory yeah.
0: lane. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there you go. Uh, Brittany, you want to go ahead and describe this one a little bit for me?
2: I mean, there's not too much to describe. It's definitely one of those things that was definitely um, probably a thing that caters more to the fans of like the whole entire Max and Chloe dynamic in the game, especially for the ones who played it over the course of the 10 months or so that it was out. Um for the people who played it just all at once, once it was all out in October, it, it probably seemed a little redundant. For me, I liked it. I thought it was cool to go back and, and just kind of relive a couple things. And I felt like the whole entire thing was um, basically just trying to take you through and, and make you realize exactly how much Chloe actually means to Max, which is leading up to, obviously, the biggest decision in the game.
1: Yeah, uh, I I do like it um in a conceptual sense i just thought the the dialogue in each section was way too long it was so you're kind of just standing there staring at it if you want to hear everything you don't have to
2: yeah i mean it's just kind but, of awkward if you want to hear something you're standing there listening to this for a good like sometimes up to 20 seconds staring at like
1: a basically a diorama figures. piece
2: yeah
1: <laughs> yeah it, i mean it's it, it is super important because i mean their relationship is the it's the central focus of that entire game pretty much. So, mm-hmm. so you have to, to, they had to highlight it because with the next decision in that game is made even harder based on all of that.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Just kind See, of reliving all those things again.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, for like you were saying, Brittany, this really brings it home for people who like you played it as it came out, basically. So, I mean, it sort of like brought all these memories back of everything. And I think sort of like the writing was on the wall for most people at this point, like, Oh, Something's gonna go really bad here for for Chloe and Max here because why would they basically take you through the entire relationship that you've seen and not really have much of a payoff? The game has had very few instances where there hasn't been a payoff or something like this, and um, they certainly don't let this down. But like you know, but guys like John and John and myself, we or John, right? You play this kind of kind of all at once basically right I
1: I actually I played episodes one through four because Brittany and her roommate kept bugging me about it so I played (laughs) them and didn't regret it I loved them uh and so but I had the month I had a month wait in between four and five so it was a little it was a little easier to digest because with a month wait in between at least so
0: yeah it's it's kind of one of those things like like you said it it I guess they didn't really force it down your throat that you had to stay there and listen to everything. But even like going at a quick clip, like for me, cause I had literally just played like episode four, like a week ago or just a couple days ago, even I think. And so it was like going through it. It was just like, okay, I get it. I get it. Like, I wish there was maybe like a short path of being able to skip a good chunk of this, you know? I don't know. I mean, it yeah. would have been a little strange to do that because there may have been some players who like Brittany, you know, played it as it came out who just saw a short path, like, oh, let's take that real quick and then miss all of this and not really hammer the point home of Chloe and Max's relationship being the focal point of this of the game. Um, and, you know, not maybe giving as much emotional impact to the ending as, or, you know, the ending's choice, basically, as, as it should be warranted. So... I don't know. Yeah. It's a weird sequence to be sure, and I don't think there was really any better way of handling it outside of like doing a previously on and then going over this. So I think <laughs> it was handled about as well as you can probably handle that sort of thing when you're covering potentially 15 hours, maybe 12 hours worth of game. I think, you know, maybe a three minute walk down memory lane is probably the best you could have really hoped for. So
1: Yeah, I just wish the dialogue was shorter. I think it, I think that would have made the scene a lot a lot better for people
0: but that's my two cents yeah the writing in the game is so sharp and like you'd think they would they would have like been able to parse down stuff to like maybe one or two lines in each thing like oh okay as i walk by and it plays it won't be i can sit there and kind of let it sink in for a second rather than okay i don't really need to listen to all this is just the entire
2: whole scene playing again with just audio basically
0: yeah that was
1: that was the bad that was the bad part with that whole scene for me at
3: least
0: but. yeah I, yeah I, I think we can all even no matter how we approached it basically agree that it, they could have they could have edited it down a little bit I mean basically it's like reading one of my game reviews s- somebody's in need of an editor so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of babbles on a little bit longer than it needs to so anyway um uh, I've got some thoughts on this that I want to save until the end or until we kind of do the series wrap up because I do want to get back to it but it will it's not really of import at the moment so um so the final choice um in this game like you said this this that whole ending sequence basically kind of led up to if you're unless you're an absolute dunce and i don't know why you'd have been playing this game if you totally were missing the point on everything um it kind of leads up to this point and do any of you guys want to want to bring this one home what the choice um, was? I guess the
2: only thing that I really want to point out is the importance of uh, Chloe's character development more than even Max's at this point, because she goes from the person who's saying that she wishes she could drop a bomb on Arcadia Bay and watch it turn to glass, and then you know just just over the course of a week, she's become a, a changed person, probably largely in part because of Max and uh, getting closure with what happened to Rachel and everything, and now she's willing to sacrifice herself for the entire town and her mom saying that she deserves better than everything that's going on. Cause I know a lot of people just find Chloe to be like a very bratty person. I mean, she is very young technically, so I understand mm-hmm. a lot of people like maybe you, Jason, can't relate as well because one, you're not a girl and also not nineteen years old anymore. Right. Um, but it helps you give a better perspective and just the way that that she thinks and everything. She's not actually this horrible bratty person. She's just had kind of a rough life and um, yeah, her, her bark good. is much worse than her bite.
1: Yeah, I think she's so, the best character, in, she's the, she's the best character in that game. She has the, mo- I thought she had the most depth, and uh, the most she developed. She developed more than Max did, even in that in that game, and she played Max the entire time. So, and I think
0: I think maybe the reasoning, um, or not even the reasoning, but like the reason why it seems Chloe seems to develop more than Max is. With Max, it's this gradual sort of thing. We get to see it happen. We get to see how Max copes with things because everything's taken from Max's perspective and we're taken along on Max's perspective. And Chloe is sort of along for the ride and she sort of has to accept that Max can change things and has changed things. And, you know, as she sees what Max is doing, she kind of realizes like, you know, maybe being so selfish and kind of a jerk about things isn't the best way to go about it so chloe's given less time to actually i guess develop in a sense but she develops quicker or more quickly just because she maybe comes to terms with max's powers more quickly than max even does yeah i mean that was kind of my take on it so Uh
1: also i think uh, we're past this part in the game now but I think right before the dream sequence is when you meet Chloe again, right at the Vortex party, if I'm, if I'm mis- not mistaken. Right. Yes. And uh, <clears throat> I think that was when I realized I liked Chloe as much as I did because up until the, to that point in the game, she wasn't in that episode. And.
0: Uh, yeah, because she was dead, so. Yes,
1: <laughs> and it's just like it. I realized that I, that I had missed her character in the game more than I thought I would. So, and as soon as she shows up, it's like, oh, Thank God, Chloe's in the game again. Yeah but, uh... i
0: i think I think it's like a yin and yang thing with Max. Like they they're pretty opposite of each other, but they also complement each other incredibly well. Like they are two halves of a whole, essentially. And it's it makes this decision of I don't think we've really expressed specifically like what the decision is, but um basically Chloe says you need to go back in time and let me die because I mean she's constantly dying, so obviously there's something whatever you believe in Chloe is supposed to die she's not supposed to be here and this is sort of time catching up trying to kill her essentially is kind of the way i interpreted it or yeah you let the whole town of Arcadia Bay um get turned into glass essentially as Chloe wanted and you can let Chloe live because you guys are as safe as you can get like on the light or you know the the cliff edge by the lighthouse so
1: it's so like it's, final. It's like final destination, pretty much. And uh, it's, yeah, it's a rough. It's a rough decision those, to make. It's, uh, yeah, it was. And I knew what I was going to pick the entire time, and I still didn't want to pick it because it was. Uh, it's because you're. And, okay, I picked Chloe sacrificing Chloe because that's what she wanted, and that was the selfless decision, I guess. So um and that's just something i lost my train of thought there i got a text and lost my train of thought sorry (laughs) (laughs) but uh it's uh yeah because she's she's the best character in that game and she's max is in love with her and you just like and she gives us entire she gives an entire speech about why you should kill her and then you you're left with that decision and you're staring at the screen and uh, I I know a lot of, some people didn't like the ending of that game I think Brittany included <laughs> but uh, um I thought it was well super well handled it was emotional and it was a good it, it was a good payoff in my opinion
0: I really think there wasn't really any other way the the game could have went as far as like the, the payoff goes. Exactly. I mean, we sort of yeah. the the game had been sort of leading up to this in a in a sense, and like not letting you make any decisions that didn't have some sort of consequence. Sort of like laying the little like hints that you know there there really isn't a lot of happiness in this game, and you know once you kind of get to the climax, you just realize that like oh. Yeah. It's been telling me the whole time that this is not going to turn out well. And sure enough, this is not going to turn out well in the end. I mean, there's no, there's no happy ending to this game. I mean, you can take certain things as happier one way than the other, but ultimately there is no good ending. This is just a, a bad and a less bad ending from your, based on your perspective on how things turn out. Yeah. So, Brittany, let me get your thoughts on the ending, because you're, you're, you are the one who turned us both on to Life is Strange, basically. Like, you're the one who got me to sit down and really play it. Like, I may have never gotten to this game. It may have been one of those things, like I said, I bought the season pass, and it may have just sat on my PS4 forever, basically, until I gave up and just said, I'd delete it, and I'm never going to get to this thing. So, I owe you this. I mean, this, I'm honestly
2: so, really. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I want, no, I, so I want so to I'm hear what
2: you said. I'm very sad, because... I have somehow gotten able gotten a lot of people to give the game a chance and that in itself makes me almost as happy as getting to play the game myself. But um I have a lot of thoughts on the ending or endings. <laughs> um I'll I'll try to save a little bit of my ranting for the wrap up so we can kind of get five done and over with. Um but for me strangely enough the final decision was the one that took me the least of t- least amount of time to decide on.
3: Really? And
2: Yeah, because, like you guys were saying, you you already knew where it was going, and I know it was going to come down to a choice between either sacrificing Arcadia Bay or sacrificing Chloe, and especially spending basically the past 10 months getting to know this person, it felt like it was an actual friend of mine, and I'm thinking, like, I would not sacrifice my friend for, for this town, so... As soon as the option came up, I was like, I'm not going to let Chloe die, um, which unfortunately resulted in me getting a much less than satisfying ending. But uh, after seeing the, um, I guess this is some people would say the good one, because it's the one that was actually flushed out and everything. Um, I don't know. I guess I'm still kind of happier with it. The one thing that I think that the game probably could have benefited from, and I think I may have talked to John about this a few days ago, is I'm really surprised that there wasn't an option for Max to be the sacrifice. Hmm.
0: Um, I I don't don't... know what that would have really done for things, though, because if Chloe's the one that's supposed to die, basically. Yeah,
1: because it all starts with Chloe, like, you stopping Chloe from dying, which screws up the timeline
2: yeah but at the same time if you think about the time that you go back to the alternate reality and you stop um william from dying all these weird things around town keep happening all the dead birds the whales the storm is still coming and this is before chloe
1: no it's because chloe's still and chloe's still alive in in that timeline also well and
0: that's and that's also because william was supposed to die so you altered the timeline you changed something that should have happened
1: yeah you can't you just it's just saying it's 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 the butterfly effect is what it is
2: I yeah agree. yeah
0: it's basically saying you can't <laughs> yeah. alter you can't alter the past you have to let things play out the way they play out
2: see but then you can come up with the argument which i have several times before that what was the point of max getting these powers in the first place like what was the purpose of her doing this and going through this absolutely horrifying week so, for her you know
1: so, so you want the donnie darko ending pretty much I, <laughs> I <guess. laughs> I don't know if you guys seen. have you guys seen Donnie Darko
2: I, I've seen bits and pieces of it but I do know how it ends yeah no, it, I haven't. it's pretty
1: much uh do you mind if I mean I can spoil no, it go ahead spoil it. You if you want uh, also in the very first episode I just remembered you guys are talking about like the sound the tornado makes um and since you haven't seen Donnie Darko I guess it wasn't from that but I'm pretty sure the wormhole in Donnie Darko makes the same sound as that tornado does <laughs>
2: Hmm. Oh that, okay. that you and Connor were mentioning in our first episode, the tornado yeah. noise.
0: Yeah, the, the the electricity that was going on just like it reminded me of something that I could not place to save my life and I still can't. Like I want to go through and listen to it again and see if I catch it, but ugh.
1: Yeah, it's it's super reminded me of Donnie Darko. That but uh anyway, he he has to sacrifice himself and, at the end of that to save the town from getting destroyed by a wormhole <laughs> pretty much. And uh so he has, to, he has to get hit because a, a part of a, a plane explodes above there and a part of it falls through the, the roof of his house. And he doesn't die in the beginning. So he has to go back in time and let him get killed by a falling piece of airplane. Oh. So, yeah. So I've, it's been a while since I've seen it, but I'm pretty sure that's exactly what happens. And so that stops a chain of events leading to a wormhole opening in their town. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I believe he has time powers also been a while right it's yeah life is trying is super it's super Donnie Darko and butterfly effect inspired and it does it doesn't hide that fact
0: yeah I think we I think we mentioned that in the first episode that it it sort of does wear its inspirations on its sleeve a little bit so
1: yeah like
0: uh, Brittany you even pointed out the um, the license plate in the parking lot in the first episodes like or license plates in the parking lot like even kind of make reference to uh, Mm -hmm. its inspirations essentially
1: twin twin peaks license plate
2: and uh, the six feet under one. And yeah, there's just a bunch of them. Yeah. So I guess that really
0: wraps up the the episode five talk. Um, We should probably save the rest of this talk for kind of like how we feel about how the whole series kind of turned out as a whole. So um, unless you guys have anything else to add about the episode, kind of final thoughts on it.
1: Um, I think it was a very, a very up and down episode, but uh, it had a great payoff at the end. I still, think, I still think episode four is the best episode, but we'll talk about. I guess we can talk about that after The this. series
0: wrap. There, yeah. Oh, in all like, I felt like it was a pretty strong episode. Like it, yeah. I, I still think like episode I've... three may have been the slowest up until the ending hook, but it yeah. this episode like really kind of like brought things home, and I think it did a good job of like wrapping things back up and and bringing everything that's happened up into memory as. Kind of succinctly as possible. I mean, yeah, like I said, the the walk down memory lane wasn't my favorite part of the game by any stretch. It wasn't the bottle <laughs> section at least. So that's something. But all in all, episode five, I felt very strong. Episode did very well to kind of bring the bring the thing home. I mean, Brittany, you'll have to tell me about the ending as far as what you chose, how that played out, um, and we'll talk about that on the on the next part. But yeah, like all in all, I think I think Don did a really good job on tying all the knot or tying all the loose ends together into a nice, pretty knot. So,
1: yeah, it's uh, I, I love the ending. Sorry, Brittany, but yeah, it's just, uh, <laughs> um, but remember, yeah, we the David's episode, also, not the ending. Also the, yeah. yeah, Larry David's also the uh, the, the guy at the funeral at the end, just for <laughs> if you there's oh. a, <laughs> just a, there's a great video on YouTube of the character enthusiasm theme playing over the funeral at the end <laughs> with Larry David as the uh, the priest or whatever he was.
0: <laughs> oh that's interesting anyway man.
2: wow okay. yeah yeah if you go back and look at the guy who's who's kind of like doing this speech or whatever at the funeral he totally he's totally larry david <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right well i guess with that we will end this portion of the conversation and we'll be right back and get talking about the whole series as a whole put it in here or not because there were a lot of moments where it really struck a chord with me but there's kind of oddities here and there like the bottle segment and some of the odd stuff at the ending but then you know you kind of have to remember that this is an episodic game and they tried stuff and cut stuff and even mock themselves a little bit with the bottle segment and you know in the final episode um and i really think don't nod did a wonderful job of putting this putting this thing together um I don't think it would have really handled too much better as anything but an episodic thing. Even, even playing it, you know, back to back for me, like it felt like this should have been split up in the way it was. They did a very good job of leaving you hanging at the end of something, but giving you a good stopping point. And I think that's where a lot of like games that do everything in one, you know, in one shot or one fell swoop, they kind of, they kind of fall flat on their face a little bit sometimes because they don't give you a place to stop almost. So that's kind of my feeling on it. I think I think all in all, I mean, it, it deserved the place I gave it on my Games of the Year list. It, it definitely one of the surprise hits for me this year. All the other stuff I put on there, I, I knowing it was coming out in advance, like I'm not really surprised I put it on my list. Um, but Life is Strange was kind of the one thing that snuck in there that I was pleasantly surprised that it impressed me as much as it did.
1: Um. Yeah, I was... I've- I was also pleasantly surprised, like, uh, when it was, when it was announced, I didn't really pay it much mind because I, I love the walking dead, the first season of The walking dead. I remember you guys talking about it in the first episode, not really and talking a little crap about it, but, uh, which is nice fine. I with a little, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, I remember I was, uh, I wanted to defend it, but I wasn't there naturally. Um, uh, I still don't. I don't like Life is Strange more than the Walking Dead story. I do. I do appreciate the amount of gameplay they added into this type of game, though. And this, along with Until Dawn, kind of reinvigorated like my my liking this type this type of game. Um,
0: the episodic because, thing.
1: Yeah the 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 episodic and decision and just decision based games. Okay. Because I love I love the Walking Dead. And I and played The Wolf Among Us uh, the first two episodes, but not only, it wasn't as good, and the gaps in between were just ridiculous, because Telltale has too many games on their plate now, and they need to stop um, and take a break. Uh, although I do hear good things about Tales from the Borderlands, I haven't played that yet. I'll probably but they've play got, it got some a point. Minecraft
0: game. I mean, obviously they're not stretched thin. Oh. No.
1: <laughs> I, I know. How do you get to Minecraft already? Like, there's so, but anyway... Um, I I do feel, I'm not sure though, if I'd played it like over the year, if I had, if I would have stuck with it, because when I think of this game, I think of the, how good overall the story is, but some of the individual episodes were like, especially episode three was not that great up until the end when you uh, go through the, when you go back in time to the picture and then you change everything pretty much setting up, Mm -hmm. setting up the, which sets up the best episode of of the series, episode four. And also, which in episode four also has, the, in my opinion, the hardest decision, the hardest decision in the game with uh, whether or not to kill Chloe, which I found harder than the actual time where you actually are killing Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I in that scene I tried I tried to talk I tried to talk my way out of it really really hard and it just kept it just because I was like maybe I don't have to maybe I can just like just walk away, but uh, I ended up I ended up not killing her, which I think made it easy, which it led to me um making up the for the decision in the last episode and uh actually giving her giving her her wish but eh, this the series had a lot of great moments the Kate the Kate on the roof moment is a, is a standout for sure regardless of how end regardless of how it end for you
0: yeah it, yeah. it definitely <laughs> definitely grabbed you whether or not you yeah. saved her or not
1: I think that was also a strength of the series is that regardless of which decision you made, they all, they, they all felt at least for me and actually Brittany doesn't like the end, but they all felt, they all felt satisfied. Every decision felt satisfying to me, even when I, I've seen the other, the other options and they all felt meaningful, even in the grand scheme of things. If it's just, you know, a video game story, it's uh, it's well-written. It deals with topics that games haven't before. Or at least mainstream games have probably haven't before. I, I'm sure there's plenty of indie games that are obscure indie games that have in, in different ways. the The dialogue is hit. The dialogue is hit or miss. <laughs> it's it's like um, me and Britt did talk about the Diablo Cody stuff. Even before, uh, the very first time I played it, because and the Shaka Bra and Hella is uh, is unbearable sometimes. But overall, and I also made it, I submitted a game of the year list to Giant Bomb, and it came in at a number four for me. Mm-hmm. So, it was uh, just behind uh, Soma, Metal Gear, and Fallout. So, I really, did, I, I love the game, and I'm glad I played it. All
2: right, well, yeah, you guess know, that, that, <laughs> go no, go no, 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 you let ahead, me, let me,
0: Yeah, let me get in real quick. Um, like, I think that kind of gets back to what I said, like, initially about the whole game, like, me not... I don't want to say getting it at first, but the the dialogue is very not, like, meant for us. It is meant for that age and that generation. And that's, like I said, I mean, maybe they don't talk like that. I don't know. I'm, you know, 15 years older than these characters. So the hell if I know how the hell they talk. Like, (laughs) there's been there's been slang terms that have been around for like three years that I only just learned like a couple months ago. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> okay, cool. I had no idea that even existed. So yeah, it's, I, you know, I guess I, like I I'm clearly out of touch. So I just kind of take it at face value of like, okay, well this is what teenagers talk like these days, whatever. I don't, you know, but once I kind of accepted that, like, okay, this game isn't written as me talking, this is written as Max and her group of friends talking because they all sort of seem to have their own, uh, I guess like, different vocabulary they all seem to talk their own way some you know Max is very I don't want to say kind of like proper to a degree but she's kind of proper but then she does break into the slangular stuff occasionally so it's like she's trying to be an adult essentially by speaking adultish, I suppose however you want to phrase it but she goes back into she's still a kid you know whether she likes it or not she's 18 years old she's still a child when you get right down to it so um yeah, I mean, really, like I said, that's that's kind of my feeling on the whole thing of the of this, I guess, written portions of the game. The uh, <laughs> the dialogue, if you will. It's It can feel a little grating if you're not really willing to just kind of go along with it and just take it as it is. Because, yeah, it, some of this stuff is like a little like, oh, God, did they really just say that? But then you're like, okay, I don't talk like that. But I'm sure when I was a kid, my mom would hear stuff that rolled out of my mouth and just like, you're an idiot. Why do you talk like that? <laughs> so, <laughs> so you kind of just have to take it like that. Like it just take that of like, you know, put yourself in a place of like, well, this is how they talk. So, and Brittany, I'm sorry, I cut you off. Wanted to go in that myself for one last, one last go around on, on defending the dialogue options and the, the script or whatever. So Brittany be my guest.
2: I mean, I'll I'll defend the dialogue just because I think I mentioned before that I thought that it was one of the most endearing parts of the game. As incredibly cheesy as it was, it's just one of those things that's very unique to this game. Because a lot yeah. of games that have like really crappy dialogue, it's followed up with really bad voice acting, but I think the saving grace in this game was the really good voice acting that they had, uh, by, you know, Hannah Telfer Max, Ashley Birch for Chloe and you know, just everybody else in, involved except, uh, you know, Alyssa. But um, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll give her a break because she was also Kate and, you know, she had a lot on her plate to deal with as it is. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, so that's the
0: same yeah, the voice actress?
2: Really... Yeah, it is. It is.
0: Oh, wow. I had no idea. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, you know, okay.
2: a lot. Yeah, if you happen to go to the IMDb credits at at some point, you'll see that a lot of characters happen to play the same people. And some of them are kind of unexpected. Some of them, once you go back and listen, you're like, oh, that is totally Kate with sticks of butter in her mouth. Yeah. (laughs) You Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, yeah, the the game as a whole, um, I'm not sure what they could have done... To make me like it more than I already do, um, I don't feel it would be appropriate for me to make a best of 2015 list because when I try to think of games that I played that came out in 2015, the only two that come to mind are Life is Strange and Rocket League, and I'm
1: damn good game. Rocket damn,
2: both <laughs> <those> of <laughs> them are damn good games. Yeah. Um, so it would be really unfair for me to like say, "Oh yeah, this is the top of my uh, my best of 2015 list." I would actually go as far to say that Life is Strange is just pretty close to the top of my all-time list. So mm-hmm. I guess if that gives you any idea of how I feel about the game, <laughs> I mean... Yeah. It's a
1: pr- pretty good example.
2: It's a pretty good example. Forget <laughs> just that one year. It's good for all time. Yeah, I was gonna um, say, I to think,
0: I, I think that kind of kills that qualification of it. Eh,
2: maybe it's my game of the year. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, it is. Besi- like... <laughs> For game of the year, I would actually have to say that in Rocket League or tie. The Rocket League can't be one of my favorite games of all time because it's basically just a sports game that they could just release a new one every year. It could be the new Madden. Who knows? Um,
0: <laughs>
3: what are they going with- to change
2: the
0: jersey numbers and the stats of the cars as they get traded? <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. It'd be so
1: good.
2: <laughs> if they started making up teams, and this became, like, a real thing. We, we'll we'll see.
1: Fantasy Rocket League. Oh, that would get be it horrible. Some time. Oh, my can't God. some time. Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I I guess uh, some of the stuff that I didn't like too much in in, uh, Life is Strange, I was very, very nosy in the game, and I just went and read into literally everything. Like, I think I mentioned in our last episode how I was actually um, cross-referencing Frank's uh, book that he had, that he was, you know, who he was selling to and everything, and the fact that Stella popped up there, that she was buying the date rape drug. And so I was just thinking, like, You know, maybe Jefferson is involved and she's mentioned a few times how she's really into Jefferson, so maybe they are teaming up together and she has something to do with this at some point because, I mean, it's one of those things that they added in there. Like, Stella's buying drugs. She's allegedly poor. She's mentioned it a few times in the game, but they just never really said anything about that at all. And, uh, you know, again, you guys weren't around between the gaps for, like, four and five and such. But one of the biggest discussions was actually um, Warren – being drugged at the Vortex Club party, because it's just the way he was acting, claiming that he only had one beer and he was acting pretty out of it. So we were thinking, hey, did Stella drug Warren? So just little things like that. I feel like they never really got back to like that would
1: have that would have been something.
2: It <laughs> would have, and it's one of those, it's one of those things I think if they had. Um, more of a budget, more time. They probably could have flushed things out a little bit. I have a feeling that there's a few things that they're not really letting on to us that they had plans for. They just didn't have the time and the budget to actually execute them properly. Um,
0: or just maybe and, realize, like, narratively, they couldn't make it mesh together, so they just cut it. I mean, you know. Yeah, I, just... I guess.
2: It, it's just one of those things, you, you play through the game and you notice these things, and then you're just like, it, it, that was pointless. Like, why even put that in there if you're not gonna ever bring it back up again? It's just one of those things just putting like pointless um, speculation. But right.
0: um, but see, um, real yeah. quick, if you remember, that's one of the things Connor kind of pointed out that he loved about it is that there's these little mm-hmm. things in this game that like don't yeah. really lead anywhere. And it just kind of like, you know, I mean you go through day to day life and sometimes there's little things that pop up that yeah. really don't lead anywhere. So it kind of makes it almost feel a little bit more. I don't want to say it makes it feel more fleshed out, but it, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't hammer it home. Like, I mean, there was little hints in there about Jefferson, the whole time with the photography thing, like, and it kind of, you know, like I said, I, I, whatever the hell I picked up on it or however the hell I picked up on it, but like something in there, like clicked in my head that, Oh, there's something wrong with this dude. And I think he's behind everything, you know, like
3: yeah,
0: so few people like made me think that they're guilty as he did just because he seems so, I don't know, just whatever it was I felt, but yeah, he like, like I said, there's just these little things in there that almost don't seem to matter, and I think that's, I think that's the, one of the strengths of life. Is strange, personally. I mean, you know, variants of opinions on that, obviously, but I mean, just personally, that's where I think like draws a lot of his strengths is that it does leave these little cues for things that don't maybe necessarily mean anything. So.
2: Yeah, and then going back to Jefferson, I guess one of the the things that most people didn't really notice until they really went back after finding out that Jefferson was up to what he was up to, one of the first things you hear him say in the game is, I could frame any one of you in a dark corner and capture you in a moment of desperation. And (laughs) that's literally what is going on the entire time, and you just kind of pass it off as him just, being a weird hipster teacher with his weird uh, <laughs> lecture that he's giving to this and class. his weird in the photography
0: just, bullshit, you know?
2: Yeah, so you don't really think much of it, but then, you know, you start seeing, like, the, the pictures and stuff around, like, just outside of the courtyard at school, and also when you're in the dark room, and you start putting the pieces together, and you're like, hmm. And, and unless you actually go back and, and see people in the discussions and stuff you probably wouldn't know that until you go back and play the game again. You're like, oh my God, I I didn't think anything of this. This is like probably one of the biggest pieces of foreshadowing that there could possibly be, you know, cause that, like I said, it's literally what he's doing, capturing people in a moment of desperation, how he was talking about how he loves that moment from when, um, you know, when you see the person lose their innocence or whatever, which is gross, but that's beside the point. (laughs) Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, you could take innocence for how you will in on that one, but I mean, this game was anything but lighthearted or subtle about the dark side of humanity. So, I mean, you could probably just take that for the bad thing that you want to.
2: Yeah, I and mean, they just approached it in such a good and respectable way. I feel like these days we've just become so sheltered in the way that, like, every single thing is offensive you know this game's offensive because it doesn't have a representation of this uh minority group they said this word that i don't like um they covered this in a in a really strange way like you said before it probably is a very good possibility that jefferson wasn't just drugging these these young girls and taking pictures of them he probably was sexually assaulting them too they just leave it up to you to kind of decide if that's what was going on yourself which i personally think it was i don't think that he was just so creepy that he's like oh i'm gonna hang out with all these young girls and take these pictures it just there's a part missing to that and i feel like a lot of games could definitely do it wrong like i haven't played the fear games but someone told me that your main character gets raped by
1: yeah fear 2 he gets you're, yeah, that's that's yeah. so
2: weird. By the the ghost girl, like yeah, he
1: gets that's him. one of
2: those things where I'm just kind of like that. That's not really necessary. But they they approach it like I said in a respectable way here.
0: Yeah, as respectable oh, well, she, as you she, can she, 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 get in that. <laughs> in, oh with, well, with yeah, you know such a I delicate think. topic. Yeah. See, I'm glad you said it because if I said it, probably would have came out horribly. <laughs> so.
2: <Well. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh whatever. Um. Yeah, there was. I lost my train of thought with that too. So maybe one of you could take over, so I could figure out what I was gonna say. <laughs>
1: um, it's like, uh, I mean, this game does handle some pretty heavy. T- I like It opens with a school shooting and closes with a character pretty much committing suicide. If you pick, if you pick one ending, so it d- it deals with a lot of a lot of things in a short five episode series, and that's what I respect about it. And also, I I do agree with Jason that. I don't think that every character needs to have some um, connection to the overall plot of the game. I think that they can have their weird backstories and the little details and stuff, and it just like I think it adds depth to the world that you're in. It makes them it makes them actual people, and I don't think in the I don't I don't think in the end that they have to it has to all come together in some in s- some giant board with a bunch of red lines connecting to each other. <laughs>
2: I think maybe that's part of the blessing and the curse of of playing it during those large gaps is because one of the, like I said before, one of the most fun parts was definitely coming up with all kinds of theories and everything with the people who played the game and then seeing how it kind of turned out to be later on. Um, but you're also given maybe a little bit too much time to read into every little detail too much to where mm. you're kind of expecting them to explain everything that you've seen and they don't. I mean... It's a little bit of a disappointment for me, but at the same time, it's just me expecting too much, so I can't even fault them on that. Um, I think it's just me having a hard time letting go because the game is actually done now, and, you know, there's no episode six coming out, and uh, this last gap is going to be the the longest one because there's probably nothing on the other side. If they happen to do, like, the strange season two, you know...
1: I think they're planning on a season two. I was just going to say, I think they talked about doing it, so...
2: Yeah, but they they've mentioned it's the end of Max and Chloe's story, which I mean, it, it honestly, should, it should be. <laughs> it should be, but how would they yeah. even bring it back anyway? They you can't really make one ending one end versus another.
0: If it was a TV show, they certainly would figure out a way to do it. Oh, some, of course. They'd be yeah. like, We're "Oh, you know, Yeah if we're talking like network TV Like NBC like they figure out a way to make it happen You know it's just like
2: Oh please if they had this on the CW It would turn out that uh, Chloe that was shot in the bathroom Was actually her evil twin all along And (laughs) she's been alive and she was stalking Max in Seattle or something Like it was
1: Uh, (laughs) She was already too good
0: Yeah she was alternate Chloe And regular Chloe Regular timeline Chloe was out stopping uh, Crime in Seattle Or some such fuckery
2: yeah, there would be more than one person doing time travel. Um, I guess the only thing that I that um I didn't like that they didn't really explain was, I guess just the point of Max having the powers at all in the first place. Yeah, where the hell um, they came from
0: is something that like they leave just hanging.
1: I was totally okay with that. It, I didn't need an explanation. It's a I, I don't know why. I was just like, all right, fine. She has time travel for, yeah, time I can travel kind,
2: yeah. Ma, I mean, I see it my both ways. Wasn't, my problem wasn't where they came where the powers came from. I wasn't concerned with that at all. It's just some weird thing that happened. Whatever. My point is what why why Max? And and for what? Because the whole entire game comes to the to this ending point where you're basically told, like, you just shouldn't have used these powers the entire time. The whole entire situation with the the tornado and and everything else that's going on isn't necessarily because Chloe is alive. It's because of you time traveling and ripping through the fabric of time and basically screwing things up. Which so in my opinion, the whole.
0: Because exactly. Yeah, I mean. Chloe's alive. It's <laughs> exactly why it happened. Because you time travel to save Chloe.
2: Well, not not necessarily. I mean, at least not in my opinion. My whole thing okay. is. <laughs> you got me screwed
0: up. I don't... Okay. You're entitled to your opinion, even if it's wrong. That's okay.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: okay. <laughs> That's a bad that kind of thing to say to someone. Well, no, I mean, this,
0: this
2: is like... You have that conversation with Warren in in the diner, and as much as we, we, you know, kind of push him aside as the the creep, I feel like what he was talking about with the whole chaos theory thing makes sense is that the whole entire world being kind of ripped to shreds is because of Max's actual time travel ability. Mm-hmm. It's It's really... It just kind of makes the one ending not make sense to me where, oh, you just go back in time, you continue time traveling, yet again, go back in time and then let Chloe die in that bathroom. You're still continuing to do the time traveling, you're not just leaving things as they are. And I don't know if this is just me coming up with some kind of weird justification for me choosing the ending that I did, but I felt like there was no lesson to learn here, really. Max maybe shouldn't have used her powers in the first place, but someone's given something like that. They're not going to just let it go. I mean, just think about it in a realistic sense. If you had the ability to rewind time, you would take advantage of it too. Oh, absolutely. Um, Yeah, that's why I played the game. That's why I realized I played the game wrong because I I wasn't taking advantage
1: of it like I should have been.
2: Yeah. So it's just one of those things where
0: time travel's like been this thing that's like fascinated humans for so long. Like we always like want it to be something that we could do eventually because. We'd like to be able to go back and right the wrongs, but there's always that thing of like, well, what's right and what's wrong? I mean, you know, there, there's so much stuff of history that it's one sided that you can never really for sure figure out like, well, would things have turned out better if A had happened instead of B or if B happened instead of C or anything like that? So it, it's this fascination that I think we've always had with time travel and like being able to go back and change things and set things the way we want them to be even if that might not necessarily be the right way. So uh, kind of what I feel like the whole purpose of the game was, is that things don't happen your way. And you might feel like you, if you had it your way, things would be better off, but things, I don't really believe in, you know, the, Oh, things happen for a reason sort of fuckery, but it's kind of that thing of, you know, things happen a certain way and just because you, it didn't work out well for you, it doesn't mean it has to change or it was a bad thing. Like, you know, certain things happening cause other things to happen, which lead to other people having something good happen. It's it's sort of, if you want to call it a, you know, a cosmic balance of getting gang or whatever. But I mean, I think it just comes down to a lesson that, you know, you're not the only thing in the world that matters. There are other people. And if you got your way all the time, it would have far like, farther-reaching consequences that you could probably even fathom. And I kind of, that's what I took away from the game as a whole, was that's what it, that's what it means. And like I said, this is just a personal interpretation. I think the game, another of the game's strengths is it leaves a lot for interpretation to the the player. And that's, that's something I think that is very rare in video games, that it actually, it doesn't just hand it to you on a platter, like, here, this is what we mean. It leaves a lot for you to kind of, ponder on to chew on and to think like well how does how does this you know how does this relate to this and it almost goes back to like the ending sequence with max going through her head and seeing all these things of how people how she thinks people see her it kind of comes down to you know max being selfish in a sense because she changed everything for an outcome she wanted but then it affected everything else so gravely and it kind of maybe realize, or kind of maybe had max realize that you know again it isn't all about her it isn't about her wishes things happen and again no cosmic thing involved or deity you know thing involved but things happen and they have different effects if they happen a different way so the way things happen yeah you might think oh if i save this person it'll it'll be for the better but then something else could happen and it makes things even worse for other people it could have this snowball effect of awful so you sort of just have to realize that yeah things happen not for a reason but things just happen and you kind of have to accept that. There is no going back. And if you do change things, you could change them for the worse for more people than you can possibly even think of. I mean, something so simple as saving one girl's life cascaded into the destruction of an entire town, basically. and the, Basically, everyone in this town getting wiped out. I mean, and it's all for sort of the selfish reason of wanting to save her friend. And that's kind of... Or, I mean, at that point, it was random stranger. Like, she had no idea you yeah. know, who that was. So. Mm-hmm. So Max didn't know what she was doing at the time, but it does kind of get back to that thing of just, she was trying to do something for the betterment of what she thought was, you know, just time, but without realizing that, you know, there's there's going to be repercussions for everything she does. And every time she screws with something, it could potentially make things a lot worse. So you get this daisy chain of just bad to awful to just terrible to just, you know, basically the apocalypse for this town. <laughs> so that's yeah. kind of my that's kind of my interpretation mm-hmm. of the game, so...
2: I mean, whether they have explanations for for why she got the powers, what the lesson was supposed to be or anything like that. I guess my really big issue with the sacrificing Chloe option is um you know, you're you're going back to the beginning and Chloe is basically just going to end up dying never um <clears throat> never getting reunited back with Max again and being able to have that friendship with her, never having the closure of finding out what happens to Rachel Amber, um, never really being able to build that relationship with her stepfather and maybe having a good family again, um, you know, not going to college or or just advancing in life at all. And just I, the way that her attitude was back then, just, I guess, thinking that nobody really loved her. So it's just, it's kind of... A very depressing way to just let her go and i think that's probably what my, my biggest problem with it is it's I just mean, if, the if state you, that you're letting chloe die in
1: but if you i mean if you let her live then you're you're just sacrificing those, all those relationships to begin with i like guess all the yeah. shit that you all the shit all the, the shit storm you created is the is, is what is what you're left with so
2: and, and at the same time, though, like Max is also going to have to go through life, like for the rest of her life, having experienced this horrifying week and seeing all these terrible things. And then who is she ever going to be able to talk to about it? I feel like that's something that would definitely screw somebody up for the rest of their life. and like, <laughs> <laughs> he's,
1: he's got plenty. He's got plenty of time. He can talk oh, yeah. He's 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 waiting yeah.
0: for his he's waiting for a supermax. Gonna My go yeah. Oof, OK, anyway. tangential stuff go ahead Brittany sorry
2: no no it's fine I I think you you get my point though it's just one of those things like she's she's the only one who actually lived that week and I, I mean even if Warren would believe part of it I think at the same time like would you really believe anybody if they told you like hey I lived through this week where I was reunited with my best friend that I haven't seen for years I saw her get shot I stopped her I stopped her from getting run over by a train there was a tornado coming so I had to like time travel all these times through photos like this ridiculous elaborate story nobody i don't think anybody would believe that
1: how well do i know this person yeah
2: Yeah, how (laughs) well
0: and you know as close as she got to everyone in this you know during that time that's all been reset so really she's still in the same situation she was at the beginning with nobody to turn to but i think ultimately that kind of gets back to the whole thing with max like it doesn't matter which ending you choose. Like I said, there's no good ending or bad ending for this game. It's, it's all bad because yeah, if she saves Chloe, she has this one friend, but then she has the guilt of letting all of these people die. She let her mother die. She let her, you know, she let friends die. She Kate's possibly dead after she went through the effort of saving her. So while the ending of saving Chloe might seem like the happier ending to a degree, it also like, what are the repercussions for, you know, for Max further down the road, I mean, she's going to have to not just live with the fact that one person died because of her, but an entire town basically died. So all of these, like, I think eventually as she got older, she would come into this thing of like, well, I had this relationship with Chloe and I was going to, I was willing to sacrifice everyone around me to save her. But then you have to think all of these people had these, really, or, you know, all these other people had relationships with other people with the exact same feeling who would do the same thing for them. And so, I mean, Max would kind of have to learn to live with that, too. So I think ultimately, like, this this is just a bad thing for Max either way. There's no way that she comes out of this, like, you know, happy either way. Because I think eventually, like, the <clears throat> sadness and stuff is going to break her down, even with having Chloe by her side. So it, it yeah. just, well, there's I think nothing that's, that's going to be I happy said, for
2: her. I think that's why I said I, I was very surprised that one of the possible endings wasn't maybe Max sacrificing herself. Since, you know, whether it was death chasing Chloe all along or, or whatever, the whole cause of the storm was actually Max's action, so maybe she mm-hmm. was the one who had to pay for it. And When, um,
1: when would she die in, your, in, that, in that ending? Like what, At what point would she go back and die?
2: Um, see, that's the thing is I'm not exactly sure. A lot of people have said, you know, maybe it would be a possibility for her to go back to the bathroom and, and take the, the bullet for Chloe maybe, and, and that would be the end. It, it's hard for me to say obviously because I'm not one of the writers, I'm sure they could have come up with something. They've already said that the the budget and time constraints ruined a little bit of their plans. In fact, they've kind of flip-flopped back and forth on saying, oh, yeah, this was our plan from the beginning, and then saying, uh, it kind of wasn't. We didn't really have time to flush these endings out as much as we wanted to.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Especially yeah. because if you compare even just the length of uh, the Sacrifice Chloe... Um, and the Sacrifice Arcadia Bay, like, the difference between them. I think the Sacrifice Chloe one is about nine minutes long, and then the Sacrifice Arcadia Bay is, like, four minutes. It's it's much shorter. There's basically no content to it. Um, you know, you still have them kind of standing up there at the, the edge of the cliff with the lighthouse, and then it just kind of goes forward with them driving through the rubble and stuff in Arcadia Bay, and then they just leave Arcadia Bay, and that's it. There's really... In my opinion, that's not really an end. The, it, it, There's just no actual closure to that. It's like, all right, guys, see you later. I know we just pretty much <laughs> fucked shit up. We're going to leave now and pretend this didn't happen. It, it's one of those, it, I don't know. I guess one of those things we'll never really know because they just didn't have the, the time to get it done. They were already running behind as it is with episode five.
0: Right. And like I said, I think that's something where you kind of have to take the game as it is and just kind of go with, well, you know, I mean, either way, like I said, it's as much as this game deals with time travel and consequences. I sort of like, I, I always tried to see like the long, like the long game in the game, like what's going to be the worst thing possible for something to happen. I mean, yeah. Like I said, Max would have Chloe, but all these other people died. And so, especially like in my playthrough, like I saved Kate, so she's going to have the, the guilt of going through and then having to save Kate and then just letting her die anyway. You know, it's like, how does she? how is she going to feel about that? How is she going to be able to live with herself with that where, you know, she sacrificed the one for the many, basically. Like, it's, it, like I said, it, it, it's all about perspective on how you played the game, I think, to begin with and how you felt about things. So, I mean, me personally, I'm, I'm content with the way it wrapped up. Sure, I would have liked a little bit more and maybe... Had all the choices kind of flesh out and play a little bit more into the ultimate decision, just a tad more. But I feel like, as much as you can, like even with a game with just two endings, like they did about as good of a job as wrapping up all of this stuff as as possible. So that's, like I said, this. The, I think this was going to be one of those games that no matter how it ended, it was going to be not controversial, but something to talk about, just because you you invest in these characters a different way depending on how you like, how you interacted with them. So your feelings towards how everything ended up is going to vary based on your playthrough. So, I don't know. It's, like again, strength of the writing, I think, on my part, that you can even get so attached and passionate about it that, like, you kind of, you know, that you're even upset about the way the, the game ended, so.
2: Yeah, exactly. And like I said, as many, as many criticisms as I can come up for the game, I liked it so much that... Like I said, it it would definitely be up there with my favorite games of all time. So it's just one of those things where, like I said, it's something that I spent 10 months of my life with, and then all of a sudden it was just over. It's kind of like an ending of a relationship. So you're just kind of going back, and it's like if you had a good relationship with someone, you you kind of go back and nitpick and say like, Oh, they did this wrong, and this kind of sucked about them at the same time. But like, was the actual experience during good? Yeah. So you kind of have to just let that whole end go.
0: Yeah, I I think you sort of have to see the the overall experience and just take the ending as like, well, that was just the ending point. I mean, you know, like like yeah. you said, take it as a relationship. Not all relationships end on a good note. You know, I mean, if it's a closure <laughs> yeah. thing, they're not. sometimes they just end, and that's you don't sometimes get you don't get, get, get what you want person. out of it. <laughs> yep, there you go. <laughs> you have to make the sacrifice to let him go, John. Um, you know, yeah. um, I don't know what part of Nebraska, you're in, but I'm gonna maybe contact the, the authorities if there's any <laughs> uh,
1: unsolved murders to start looking into somebody. Just a thought. It's <laughs> here anyway. in Nebraska. What are you gonna do? Uh, I, I yeah. guess. People do <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna
0: do? Can you at least say like kill hamsters or something? I
1: don't know. I mean, you know. Eh. <laughs> I mean that's how people start, isn't it? I'm not small animal I, mean, I
2: don't know John, how much do you know?
1: yeah,
0: I don't know. you tell me you tell me I don't you monster <laughs> <laughs> you little listen die, you monster
1: <laughs> all right yeah
0: I think i ooh do we just do we just do we just make a Netflix show? do we just make making a murderer- season two?
2: Oh you know, boy!
1: We, <laughs> getting, it's gonna be starring me that we're talking about here.
2: Oh god! <laughs> I want any parts of this. I I saw nothing. I heard nothing.
1: You're gonna be the first person I bring up then. Oh, I'm shit. gonna edit.
0: Yeah. I'll just edit this podcast. That's okay. We'll be okay. Anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so Brittany, um, did you did you have any anything other kind of closing thoughts on it as a whole or?
2: Um not not really i mean at this point the the game is what it is i enjoyed playing it the entire time even if i wasn't too happy with the end when it happened it was still fun being able to talk to people about it i've actually made more friends because of this game i've introduced a lot of people to this game and i feel like that's a really cool thing um and you've
0: done your first podcast because of this game (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So this, this game's getting me places, people. Um <laughs> <laughs>
0: Welcome to the Railroad. Of, suc- oh, to oh. What of none of no success that I've been on, so <laughs> Oh
2: boy.
0: <laughs> yeah, welcome welcome to yeah, it. Yeah,
2: I mean I just I, I can't roof. wait to see what else they do. I mean I'm I'm really into the whole entire like merch and all that they do, so I'm excited to see what else they come up with. You know, especially with the, the limited edition that just came out um this past week. So
1: yeah. they also released a patch um for the for the base <laughs> game to go oh. they move the eggs. did you did you guys did you guys talk about the patch in the last uh podcast that they released
2: no because no. i don't think we knew about it until yeah, yeah. probably the middle the of this week
1: yeah. <laughs> it added like like commentary and stuff to the game while you're playing it
2: i'm gonna have to check that out then
1: yeah, I think it added whatever the disc version had. It added that to the digital version, too.
0: Yeah, I saw that they were basically giving... if if you bought the season pass, you were getting everything the physical copy owners were getting. So, so yeah,
1: that's, so that's a uh, nice little addition. Yeah, it sounds super interesting for pe- especially people like Brittany that just ad- adore that game as much as she does. And it's a great game.
2: Yeah, because I'm always looking, looking for more. Even though it is done, I'm just still grasping on, <laughs> just hanging on that edge by one finger at this point. Um,
1: <laughs>
2: they moved know, the eggs.
0: <laughs> yeah, I saw that post. And I was like, "Oh my god, are you kidding me?" <laughs> I thought that was pretty. I mean, like I said, I we maybe maybe we'll just, this will kind of segue into it, but um, like that kind of reminds me of the whole Evangelion thing, like when I first watched it, um, for those of you unfamiliar, there's a 20-year-old anime that has been the cause of a lot yeah. of uh, Japanese uh, anime and video game stereotype characters. Um, uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Um, there was a, a big controversy about how the game ended and the creator basically as a big middle finger to the fans who were s- sending a lot of hate mail basically just said, okay, you want an ending that you that." there's no no room for interpretation. I'm just gonna kill everybody and he basically had all these characters that you got to know over the twenty six seasons just die horrific deaths it was it was pretty terrible um and you know it was it's kind of how life is strange is in a, in a sense like it was very much like a that that eggs moving thing was a big like f you like oh you wanted us to change something Here, we changed it for you we moved the eggs for you
1: so <laughs>
2: A lot um, of you had a problem with those eggs being by the door. Who leaves oh, eggs by the door when they get burst? It's so
1: stupid. <laughs> they don't. They don't belong there. Oh, yeah, man. exactly. So I, you know. Oh man, we have to
2: change this immediately. Of all things, that's what we got to take care of. That was the yep.
1: worst. That was that was the worst. I'm sorry. I, haven't t- I forgot about that till now, and now I'm angry. Anyway, you know what? It was just something.
0: <laughs> it was just something I never brought up because I know how much controversy can stir and I didn't want us to get certain like these bad feelings (laughs) about the game while we're trying to talk yeah exactly that's what I mean I I, (laughs) see this is this is exactly why I never brought it up while while we talked about the game proper because I didn't want it to get into this because I mean that point of the game absolutely lost me I nearly threw my PS4 (laughs) controller through my brand new 65-inch TV and was like, screw this game. This makes no goddamn sense. I'm done with video games. Podcast
2: canceled. I'm taking all my posters and shit done after we're done this.
0: And smacking my PS4 over my knee like Bo Jackson did a baseball bat. Just crack. Done. (laughs) Don't want anything to do with video games anymore. I'm done. So that's exactly why I didn't bring it up because I didn't want this temperament to pop out of me about these stupid eggs, but we fixed it. It's okay. I'm good. Get your own damn
1: eggs,
0: Joyce. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and kind of getting right. back to that Evangelion connection too. That whole sequence with um, Max and C- Chloe—the way it kind of pa- like played out for me, like the spotlight kind of mm-hmm. popping up on it—I, I, I, have to think somebody at Don't Nod is a fan of Evangelion because it sort of felt like that to us in a sense. Like, oh, hey, here's here's all this stuff that you're gonna reflect upon, and like I said, I, I was always waiting. I was kind of waiting for the, uh, each character from the game to pop up and just like sit there. Like, congratulations. 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 As they're slowly, as doing the slow or, you know, the little quiet clap. Yeah. Just, like, as, uh, Max kind of came to, uh, came to grips with herself. So it's like,
2: eh. I mean, they, they, they kind of did that in a way just by having her go into the diner, except everybody's just saying, please don't kill us, Max. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just a little different.
0: Yeah. So that's what I mean. There's somebody that wrote that wrote or was a scenario writer at that at that studio is a fan of evangelion i mean there's no doubt in my brain (laughs) because it i don't want to say reeked of it but as many times as i watched that when i was a kid because you know when you're 18 19 years old you think anime is very deep because you've never seen anything like this before and you know it's like oh it's from japan it's got to be deep And it dealt with psychological issues and most cartoons don't deal with that. So of course I thought it was incredibly deep and I watched it 15 times trying to piece it all together. So it's, and you know, and during that time, you know, the ant, the DVDs released every few months. So it was like something for me and my friends to like, we'd watch the disc or I'd I'd buy it. We'd watch the DVD. I'd lend it to a friend and then we'd sit there and talk about it. We'd watch it together and be like, no, see what, then he did this, then we'd go watch the new, new disc, watch the old disc and kind of piece it all together so for me, like, Life is Strange was almost, the way you're talking about it, it kind of harkens back to the those Evangelion days for me when it was first rolling out into the U.S. on DVD, so.
2: Yeah, because, I mean, not only is it a great game to play by yourself, but it, it's one of those things that's also really fun to play with other people and, and kind of get to see their reactions to it, get to see how different conversations and everything pan out differently depending on their decisions. <laughs> um that's why um, I, I've played it three separate times with different people. It, it's been very different every time, and I guess the thing that I, that I realized the most is is how messed up my playthrough was and how badly <laughs> I screwed up. And eventually, I'm going to have to go through and do it the right way. <laughs> so it has its replay value. That's another another big plus, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, there. And you know what? Ultimately, I think I am going to uh, get my. Uh, um oh god I forgot what it's even called now but the uh, oh my game capture together and maybe do a psycho max playthrough just have her just be the most awful person and just let everyone die and just be this <laughs> terrible terrible person you know just see what I can do and how much havoc I can cause and just kind of see how that plays out and it might be interesting so
2: I think it would it would be a, it would be a good take on the game very different
0: yeah Instead of Max being the do-gooder, she's just an asshole, basically. And just like, yeah, whatever, I can time travel, but I'm not going to save you. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, you saved me? Oh, well, your uh, your stepdaughter's dead, so uh, I'm going to
1: go now, and you can mull on that. I'll see you later. Double middle fingers. Choice, What's
2: definitely done? don't let him back into that house.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> think, you know
0: what, I will lead Warren on through this whole thing, and then at the very end, just like, nope. Just gonna... Just walk away. See you later. Not even, yeah, not just even, walk a, away. Not even a bro nope. hug. Nope. We're not even gonna bro down, yo. We're just gonna... I'm just yeah, gonna yeah. walk out and go, peace. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, you know, the, uh, like you were saying too, uh, Brittany, the whole thing, like, with this game is, like, it. I, I really do enjoy this because we all had pretty different experiences with it, even though it all kind of led to the same place, essentially, and overall the experience is the same, but that there's that... That there's this much to talk about in a game that's so uh, narratively heavy is is very rare in a game because, like I said, I, you know most video game stories are silly. I mean, there's no two ways about it. Most are kind of silly. I just finished reviewing one, and the story was like, if you didn't see that plot twist coming from a mile away, about an hour into it, at most. I don't think you've ever seen anything that had a plot twist. You've maybe read, you know, C Spot, C <laughs> Spot Run, or something like that, and
1: that's as far as you've ever gotten. Andy, so, Andy walked. he walked that one time. It's like, whoa!
0: <laughs> I, he, I Spot can walk. Whoa! I thought he just I ran everywhere. Him run.
1: Yeah, I've only it's seen crazy at this
0: point. Yeah, so it's kind of like it, it, it's one of those things. Like, yeah, if you didn't see that one coming, but yeah, I mean, like this, there was a lot of stuff in this game that, like. I even brought it up in the first episode of this podcast that we did was, or the first series of this podcast we did, um, that something so benign feeling as, you know, telling the principal the truth or not about, um, you know, about the fire alarm and the gun, it had an effect, like pretty, like it, it played into like the way your ability to even pick a choice basically pads out on, a uh, on the end of episode two. So it's like, There's a lot of things in there that they just kind of put in and like they seem rather inconsequential and they end up like not playing a huge role but they actually play some kind of role outside of, like I said, my big problem with The Walking Dead was it just felt like a palette swap, basically. Like, oh, you chose this person instead of this person. Well, nothing really comes with the story except this person's going to be here and then eventually they're going to die anyway so it doesn't really
1: matter. So, I mean, in, in a sense, that could happen in Life is Strange too, but I mean... (laughs)
2: Uh, Oh, it it totally can. uh,
1: But I think the characters are really well written in Walking Dead. But that's a whole other conversation, I think. (laughs)
0: uh... (laughs) So anyway, I think I don't really have much else to say about the game. Um, Do you guys have anything else you want to throw in there?
2: I I think I have exhausted any thoughts I have about this game at this point. It has taken so much of my life <laughs> in, in this past year. I mean, I think, I don't know when it came out in January last year, but it's been a year now. So it's it's really been a large part of it because, you know, you you play it, it takes up, you know, maybe five to six hours of your day, but then you're waiting those two months and you it's just something that you think about for for all this time in between coming up with theories and everything. So it just was a really, really big part of uh of my life for this past year. So I think I don't know. There's not too much else I can say about it. I mean I'm glad the game exists. I'm very happy with it. Endings aside, I don't think that they could have done anything differently to make me any happ- happier about it.
0: John?
1: Um I I'm just I'm really glad I played I played this game. That's pretty much all I can say. It's uh it it's one of my favorite stories I've ever experienced in a game. I can sit here and nitpick it all day, and I think that's a testament to how much I like it. It's mm-hmm. how much I can, is how much I can also nitpick it, and uh,
0: yeah, nitpicking involves the, investment. The,
1: yeah, so the the whole it's it, well, it might not be my favorite in my favorite top, like my top ten games of all time, but it's definitely my top ten stories of all time, and at least in video games. And I respect yeah, everything. I, I respect there. everything it did. I respect everything it did, everything it tried to do, and I hope don't nod take takes the lessons they've learned from this and make something even better the next time around. So
0: Yeah, this uh, I will be
1: playing what, I, I will be playing whatever they put out next for sure.
0: The the thing I actually kinda want to do now is I actually want to go and play Remember Me now to see like Yeah how that did. I'm 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 very curious now. Like I always heard it was interesting. And now that like we've wrapped up, life is strange. Like it just kind of like makes me really want to get back and like see what they did prior to because I think the next thing that they're doing is like something to do with like World War One era, if I'm remembering right. Like I looked it up like the first episode of this series, and I don't remember now what it was. But
2: all I know that it all I know is that it's called Vampire. I'm not really sure what the actual sounds deep. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, is Vampire not called zombies? taking
2: place in war times. <laughs>
0: Yeah, at least it's not called zombie or zombie. Oh
2: boy,
1: there's probably a wartime vampire anime, right? It's got to be at least one.
0: Uh, I can't imagine there isn't. <laughs> I can't imagine there isn't like vampire. Well, you know what? Um, it's not Kelsey an anime. Nazis. It's not an anime, <laughs> but, but there is Operation Darkness for the Xbox 360, which is a uh, like a kind of a tactical war game but it okay. deals with, like, mysticism and the supernatural, basically. Like, you play as this group of, like, this band of, you know, soldiers or whatever that specifically fight um, werewolves and the like, basically. So I don't really <laughs> yeah. remember because I, it was pretty not great of a game, but yeah. Uh, and then there's, you know, Clive Barker's Jericho, which was kind of interesting. And I, played, I play.
1: played that game, but it, it wasn't very good. Was no. Old, but, uh... It was, uh, I didn't, I did not finish the game, at least.
0: It ended leaving itself open for a sequel that obviously is never going to happen.
1: Because
0: it's been, geez, six years, seven years since that game came out, and they haven't even, nobody's even said they're working on it. So, yeah, that, that thing, yeah. It should have come to a little bit better of a closure for the people who actually managed to suffer their way through that game.
1: Oh, and anime wise, I just I remember that Hel- Helsing in Helsing Ultimate he fights the pretty much Dracula fights Nazis in that series. So, oh, so well, there you go. Um, there's your tie in. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's Very always cool. yeah, if you can think of anything, anime's probably done it at some point. So Yeah. Just because it's such a weird, weird genre of Media. I mean, it's it's
1: it's it, it's Japan in a nutshell.
0: Yeah, as weird as they are, and as backwards as they are in some things, it's yeah. Uh, sometimes, yeah, I don't know. I let's not get into anime on this podcast. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a whole other conversation. Yeah, I mean, I talked enough about it, but at least I guess I sort of had some reasoning behind it because it was reminding me so heavily of Evangelion. So anyway, well, that's uh,
2: the uh, end junk part.
0: <laughs> yeah, there we go. See, that's why I always left that caveat in there. It was like, oh, well, just in case we ever want to talk about anything else. And again, damn it. I pay for everything, so we'll talk about whatever the hell I want to talk about. And if I feel <laughs> that we go on this tangent of anime, then, you know, so be it. We're going to do it. Because, again, I pay for it. You don't like it. Uh, just listen to our next episode. Don't unsubscribe and stop listening. So, uh, speaking of unsubscribing and stop listening, you should never do that. Because we are, we've got a website back up, which is slowly getting repaired after... Again, if you ever get an offer from GoDaddy, you can just email them and say, "No, Daddy, uh, that was terrible. I'm just going to go ahead and see myself <laughs> off the internet now." Um, but uh, yeah, guys, sorry that was terrible, and I would totally understand if you unsubscribed after that. But I appreciate you didn't. Um, so we're at gamesandjunk.net now. Uh, so yeah, that we basically just went from .com to .net. Um, you can follow us on Facebook at Games and Junk. You can follow us on Twitter at Games and Junk. And really, those are the only relevant social media things I kind of deal with (laughs) because I can't handle any more social media than I already do. So there's a YouTube page that I don't do anything with, and I don't even remember if I have the password for it because somebody else was handling it for a while. And there's a Google Plus page, but I don't even think anybody uses Google Plus anymore, so whatever. I know, uh, what's his name? The guy who created uh, MySpace that sold it. uh, Um, I don't remember his name.
1: Something?
0: Yeah, Tom. Tom. Tom from MySpace seems to seems to have enjoyed it. Oh, point. yeah,
1: Tom. So, but yeah, he was your Tom. friend and
0: had that kind of goofy, like, side thing with a thumbs up. So, anyway, uh, personally, you can follow me on Twitter at Jason Britney. Um, Brittany? Uh,
2: that would be hell yes. That is with uh, two I's instead of L's because somebody else took it before I possibly could. So that is H-E-I-I-A-Y-E-S.
0: And John, is there any place we can follow you on, or are you just kind of are you kind of an ether on the social media? Uh, yeah,
1: I'm kind of ether on social media. There's reasoning for that, but we're uh, not going to. Totally, there's, there's no need to. Yeah, uh, no, we don't need yeah. to go into
0: it. No need to go into it. I totally yeah. understand. So, uh, you yeah. know, I there. Your life is probably better for it. I mean, really, I mean, what what are we getting out of social media? So, <laughs> <laughs> outside of
1: not, not nothing podcast.
0: Um, my whole website, uh, most of the people on this podcast, outside of one guy who I've been friends with for like 20 years, everybody else I think <laughs> I've met through Twitter and social media. So
2: it, It's good for <laughs> something. John, hop on the
0: tray, damn it. I don't care. Use an alias. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, thank you for listening to this uh, series of podcasts. Um, this has been our discussion on Life is Strange, a, a wonderful episodic game that I don't think anybody on this site would not recommend playing. It's it's a wonderful experience, and I hope you've actually taken the time to experience it yourself rather than just listening to this podcast because we've been talking probably about as long as it would take you to get through this game or through the, yeah, through the entirety <laughs> of this game. So you could probably have not listened to us babble so much and not heard so much Evangelion tangential stuff. So anyway, thanks for listening, and we will talk at you guys next time.